Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games, because we are always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And happy anniversary. That's right. Avengers Endgame came out one year ago today. Wow. April 26, 2019. That's crazy. When the world felt less bleak. Yeah. Aside from Thanos taking over. Right, right. That's crazy. I can't believe it's been already, it's been a year. Yeah. It's been, yeah, a a year. I feel like it's been a year in the last month. (laughs) That's very true. So it's been about two years then. It's been two years, yeah. So it's our second. Yeah. Second anniversary. Anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine if this movie were coming out this year? Oh my God. That would be the biggest nightmare for society. People would be. Honestly, it might have been okay because, like, everyone who was like, no, I have to see this movie would be, like, mobilizing to make sure things got fixed before it was ready yeah. to come out. You know what I mean? Like The, the world <laughs> motivation to, to stop this pandemic was so we can watch Endgame's coming Endgame. out. We have to make sure we can see it. Everybody stay the fuck home. Yeah. <laughs> All the people who are like, I'm going to go fucking have 400 person parties yeah. and start gunfights yeah. are like... Maybe I'll just stay home and shoot myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you never know. Yeah. What if, hear me out. Okay. What if we are actually living in the time period of those five years? Like we were snapped? Yeah. Well, no, we weren't snapped. We're the ones who weren't snapped. Oh, okay. Got it. So like, because if I remember right, 2019 was when Infinity War happened, and that's the snap, right? Yes. And then it goes into 2024 or something like that for Endgame? True, true. Okay. So what if we are in the five-year period? Right, we're just living it? It's like, this is a real thing. Yeah. Thanos does exist. So Avengers pulled a Simpsons and predicted everything? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this this is happening. We have five years of this bullshit. People. Oh my god! Why? So imagine that is happening. I mean, this could be fixed by you know twenty twenty four ish. Yeah. <laughs> Everything go back to normal. Coronavirus will be gone. Yeah. Society will be open again. Yeah. Still not quite sure if I want that though. I'm kind of enjoying this whole like people stay the fuck away. Yeah, it's it's nice that it's no longer become impolite to try to get away from people. Yeah, right. <laughs> People get too close to you in the store and you're like, okay, let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it turns out that coronavirus is actually just, it was Thanos. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> he snapped a pandemic yeah. into existence. He thought that'd be easier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gave up on finding all the stones. Yeah, he's like, he's uh, like let's just give him coronavirus and yeah. they'll take care of it. <laughs> yeah, he had the uh, disease stone. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's, a, that's a stone. Yeah, he had to substitute one of them because he couldn't find one. So yeah. he like found this like substitute he, stone. He found it inside one of the <laughs> unknown Avengers kidney. I was gonna say he bought he bought it on Wish. <laughs> he forced who is an Avenger that nobody cares about? I mean Hawkeye was gone okay. for a while. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> He found Hawkeye. He kidnapped mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. He snapped all of his fucking arrows in half mm-hmm. on his knee. Right. He's like, fuck you, Hawkeye. Yeah. Fuck you. Those aliens in Avengers 1, they were just trash. Yeah. You didn't do anything. Yeah. 
They were already useless. Yeah. And then he punched into his kidney. Yeah. And he pulled out the disease stone. So it was just a giant kidney stone of Hawkeye. Yeah, it was just... (laughs) The really powerful kidney stone. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Alternate universe. Although, although he couldn't have punched through because he would have died. He has really big fists. Right. He does. Yeah. So I don't know how you could really explain. You just have to go like like pinchers. <laughs> <laughs> or he could just force him to drink a lot of water and cranberry and, juice and piss it out. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he went so dark. Because <laughs> it hurt real bad. Yeah. <laughs> He went through hours and hours of pain. Yeah. Pushing out the disease stone. So it made him emo. So it made him emo and he grew mm-hmm. kidney stone hate hair. <laughs> kidney stone hate hair. Yep. That's what that is. <laughs> and he started a life of killing criminals. Yeah. Because they reminded him of kidney stones. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're like you're a scourge on society. <laughs> what was the the Japanese uh, crime family thing? What is that? The yakuza. Yakuza, yeah. So like he's like the yakuza are just kidney stones of the world. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's what it seems like. <sighs> okay. And then obviously, Black Widow felt his pain. Yeah. Because she too had a kidney stone at one point. Yeah. In Russia. Yeah. All that tea. Yeah. Yeah. It probably hurt a lot, too, because she was Russian. Okay. She didn't just let it come out slowly and yeah. naturally. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. No wonder she had so much blood in her ledger. Yeah. Came out of her kidney. Yeah. That's how she dyes her hair. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Really? If I've yeah. got that term right now. I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> well. You tried explaining it to me. It's fine. It seemed like you were just barking at a sexy woman walking by. No, that's not how you say that. That's not how you do that. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not a man, so I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you don't say woof. Okay. Well, I've never heard someone say woof in the sense of, like, I hate this. <laughs> because Maybe Hawkeye's saying woof as he's No, you see someone who's, like, disease stone. kind of beat looking. You're like, ooh, woof. You know? Like, they're not looking good. Okay. I, yeah. Again, I thought that was, like, oof. Uh-uh. Like, like, terrible. I, like I stubbed my toe. Oof. I, no. <laughs> Stub my toe is stupid fucking cut. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck this table. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> I don't even drink coffee. Why the <laughs> fuck do we have it? <laughs> but just, just so you know, though. Yeah. That's not the only anniversary we've had this week. True. Uh, there was one earlier this week. Okay. The probably the best anniversary of all time. Oh yeah. Yeah, the Sharks winning Game Seven. Yeah. Against the Golden Knights in yeah. Round One of the NHL playoffs. Yeah. Where they were down three zero. Yeah. And they came back and won it five four. Yeah. In overtime. Thanks to a beautiful goal that went past Flurry. Yeah. And you could see the depression in his eyes. Yeah. Enjoy, Sharks fans. Yeah. We need something to enjoy this year. Yeah, just remember that. I mean, of course, it's not a thing right now. The NHL is not existing, but, right. you know, you could thank Thanos and the disease stone for that. Yeah, the disease stone. 
True. Okay. Would it be a disease stone? <laughs> I feel like it would be um. God, what's that word? The pestilence stone. Like Whoa. it would be. Like it would be like a, a fancy word, not okay. just disease, but pestilence. I feel like because it's the. One Pathology of the, stone. No. No. The pest pestilence is one of the set the four horsemen or whatever, isn't it? So it seems. I don't know. I feel like it would be what. He, Aren't the four horsemen like war? <laughs> Three Pest- other things. Pestilence is one of them. I just no, gave okay. you one. I'm basing this off of Darksiders. Uh-huh. And I don't think that's ever been one. And there, there's four of them that they've had already, so. Um, okay. War, famine. I thought famine plague. was one. Plague is what it is. Plague. So the plague, so plague stone. stone. The plague oh stone. My God, that's better. That's so much better. That's better, yeah. All right. So everything we were joking about, and we just insert plague instead of disease. Yeah. <laughs> Thanos and the and the plague stone. <laughs> Episode title right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, as much fun as that was. Should we get into the news? So in gaming news, our uh, first... Speaking of going to the future. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go there, but it's fine. Oh, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I mean, I already went to there. Yeah, I already went to there. I was there before you, obviously. It was the future. Okay, yeah. Um, so, on the subject of time travel, we also have another thing that's coming out that people are pretty excited about. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 um, is going to have a special edition Xbox One X. And it's actually going to be the final Xbox One X limited edition to ever be released. Because, of course, we're going to the next gen after it. Um there will be only 45,000 manufactured, and the controller is available to buy already, actually, for 75 bucks. Which I thought that was really weird. I also feel like it doesn't match at all. It's hideous. The yeah. whole thing's hideous. Okay, so the Xbox One X itself, do you know what this reminds me of? Claptrap. Yeah, I, I see that. It looks it, literally like Claptrap. It's perfect for the theme it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. But it's hideous. Yeah. The whole console is hideous. Yeah. I don't hate the controller, but I don't like the mm, console. The controller looks very unoriginal. It looks very lazy and like something that you would see in like Gears probably even because it's just so... See, like I would have expected so more... So plain in the coloring Yeah, and stuff. is it well, like black, it's red, silver and silver? And black and I would red. have expected yeah. more of the colors that are on the console on the controller. Exactly. So I wish that that were the case because the controller would be interesting to me if it was yeah. more that like kind of tealish blue and like, whatever wouldn't, yellow wouldn't color. you want it to match? Like You would think... Um, but I guess it's like on the theme of in the future, they're like putting shit together and it, they're like hodgepodging things and you know, like whatever. You got, know. you got your white Xbox one S yeah. and I use my older black Xbox one controller on it yeah. and like, it bothers me cause it's like, this is not the same <laughs> color as the console. Yeah. If you know, I'm not about segregation, Yeah. but when it comes to consoles, when it comes to electronics, things should match. <laughs> I'm on the same page. I literally had a problem with, at work, we, like, had to put something in the computer that, like, blood products name, you name them in the computer and what it's going to print out as, and they added new ones. There's only, like, six of them, but they didn't follow the exact same naming convention as the old ones, mm-hmm. and so it bothered me because there were no spaces in the new ones, and this one word was in the middle as opposed to the beginning, and I was like, ugh, ugh. But I wasn't there when they were doing it the first time, so, and then I can't go back and change it because it's yeah. already there, and I'm like, oh my god, stop. I I don't like it when things yeah. don't match. Welcome to OCD Talk. OCD Talk. <laughs> the podcast where we can't stand little things that don't bother you. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. 
Um, I also feel like do we don't know when do we know when this version is going to come out? I assume it's just when at launch when out. the game comes out because they couldn't put it out before. That's it, in I, September, it comes right? With the game, right? That's in September-ish. Uh, if what that's I, the if I remember. If it's the official or rumored, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Assuming here's my delayed. question: Why? Because we have a new generation coming in December, theoretically. Yeah, but there's always a batch of people who, when new gens come out, they end up going and buying the old gen, the the one that's you know current, right? Technically, uh, because they're a lot cheaper at that point. Okay, and theoretically, I guess all the yeah. bugs would have been worked out by then. Yeah. Plus, I mean, we're you know going to this weird situation now where next gen is going to work with this gen it's not like yeah. you're cutting a true a divide between the consoles they're okay. basically going to play together so okay fair enough um i guess this is for the people who want to get an upgrade but they aren't able to Spring pay the full the... amount for like the next gen that makes they sense. can feel like they got something better um plus it's there's also people that just like to get things like this because they're just unique and different than right. the standard one. That's true. Plus 45000 that's a very small amount. It is, yeah, just so for collecting purposes. These will probably sell out just for people to try and make money off of selling them. Mm-hmm. Guarantee that. All right, that's true. It's there for somebody, but yeah. uh, I, you're right, though. Like If you are a hardcore gamer, like, you probably don't care to buy this because you just go to the next gen anyways. Okay. There is Pestilence. Just so you know, is one of the horsemen. <laughs> it was driving me crazy. How many horsemen are there? There's now? only four. Okay, so this one is um, Apocalypse's four horsemen. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, because in the in Darksiders three, the horseman you play as is Fury. Yeah, is Fury I'm, one of them. I'm in. Uh, There's probably different variations of these. There, this huh? is this is the X Men version that I'm thinking of. Okay. Because there were four horsemen and one of them is Pestilence. So that's where okay. I was that's g- remembering that song. from. Well, I no, guess I what wasn't... better place than a podcast about pop culture shit. Yeah. So. It was uh, war, famine, pestilence, and death. But obviously the biblical ones are different. It was yeah. bothering me, so I had to figure it out. Yeah. Marvel just didn't want to get sued by God <laughs> himself. <laughs> so they're like, we don't make it a little bit different. Uh, change the name. <laughs> change it up. Okay. Well, I mean, are you... I mean, I assume no. you don't want to buy one. Like, no. We'll just get the next gen when yeah. it comes out. I'd rather just wait because no. I, I have no reason. It, it's honestly, if this was, <laughs> to, I, if you told me this was a Borderlands three console, I would be down. I mean, I, <laughs> I'd probably like it more if it was yeah. Borderlands three. If this was supposed to be Claptrap, I'd be like, yes, sign me up. I'm like interested. I said, like I, the theme is there. I get it, but it just it's hideous looking. Yeah, it's not. It, I don't know. I just feel like there are things, at least in the demo that we saw and in the game, that are a little bit more sleek looking and a little more, I don't know, just better looking than this. Mm -hmm. And I mean, going into next gen, uh, they've also made a seemingly hideous logo for Series X. You don't like it? No. It's, I mean, (laughs) how unoriginal is that? I mean, mean, what did you expect though? It's just so boring. Yeah. Like... Maybe put the series, like, in through the the one line of the X mm-hmm. in the middle. Yeah. Have it, like, parallel with it and just, like, yeah. through there. That would be kind of cool. I, yeah, uh, it would be. So, okay. So, Microsoft has trademarked a logo mm-hmm. recently. And it says series on the side from south to north. And then next to it is a giant X with, like, 
kind of like a gap, I guess, between one of the the crosses. Yeah. So that's their logo. Uh, you could look it up. It's on the interweb. So I love that you only ever say interweb. You don't say internet anymore. <laughs> what do you mean? You just always say the word interweb instead of internet. It's like, is one not right? The no, do- it's just interwebs more like slangy. Is it slangy? Because I, I thought know. that was like more the original term. What? No. Isn't interweb what they used to call it? I thought that was just what. That was like, like back when it was people like, on the internet called it. Like, I don't know what they're they're called. Meme people. Meme people. <laughs> That's one of them meme stars over there <laughs> on their interweb. You know, like people on. Reddit and 4chan and shit. Okay. Um, I just associate that word with those people. All right. I just thought it was a common word that people use. I mean, it use. is common. I'm not talking talking shit. I just think it's funny <laughs> that you always say interweb instead of internet. Okay. Anyway, continue. <laughs> you could probably also find it on the internet. I don't know if those two connect to each other. Yeah, they might not work together anymore. We don't know. But um, it's most likely what it is. Yeah. I don't know why they'd be trademarking something that's not going to be used unless they're just putting out a bunch of different things. That's possible. Until they decide what their official one's going to be. True. But I think this is boring. But I'm also coming from a very opinionated, like, advertising mindset. Mm-hmm. So I Fair will enough. see things and I'm critiquing them. Yeah. You know, I'm like the, uh, what's that called? A, a chair quarterback? Oh, armchair quarterback? Armchair quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> of, like, advertising. Like, how did you not catch that? Yeah. <laughs> I would have caught it had I not been eating these nachos <laughs> and was wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> there was a meme somebody put out that was like um, Rebel Wilson is like on the couch eating popcorn or something. It's from something and they were like me watching uh, <laughs> watching workout videos on Chris Hemsworth's workout program. Yeah. Just laying on the couch watching eating popcorn. <laughs> Which is not wrong. But. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, you know, Xbox, here we go. They have some fun changes happening. May 7th, GTA 5 is leaving Game Pass, which some people will be pretty disappointed about, I assume. However, as we discussed one time before, uh, I think buying GTA 5 is pretty easy and cheap to do these well, days. Well, I... I I can't imagine the people who care at this point about GTA 5 don't have it. Yeah. Because of like that it, one thing we talked about where you could it, buy the shark bucks. It's been out for like, what, seven years? Yeah. Before it hit Game Pass? Yeah. So but, if you haven't played it until Game Pass, then like, you probably don't care about it. I'm just thinking of like, right now situation where there's people that are at home playing games they didn't already play. Mm-hmm. So if somebody got the Game Pass because of the quarantine and they've been playing GTA 5, then they may need to know that so they can go buy the game if they want to keep playing it. That's all. Yeah. Um, but. Well, fuck them. Okay. I said it. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't there from the beginning. You don't get to be there in the end. Okay, but I do have some good news. Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming instead to Game Pass. Yeah. Which and all, is... And all people that are going to end up playing that, fuck them too. Why? We're going to be playing that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I've been interested to check this game out, but I didn't want to buy it because I'm assuming I'm going to hate it. But... I I am pretty confident I this game is not for me. Yeah. It's too slow of a pace and it's just very uh realistic <laughs> meticulous 
Is that the right word? Meticulous. I'm, meticulous. Mm-hmm. It's very meticulous. Yeah. Uh, it's. I don't. Know, it. I did a lot of research when it was first out because, mm-hmm. like, I was like, it does not seem like a game I'm into. Yeah. Um, it's very like detail oriented and like authentic to like how I guess a western simulator it's yeah. very much not an action yeah. based game because you have to feed your horse yeah for example yeah <laughs> I remember who, that one. who has balls that shrink and grow with the temperature are you serious yes <laughs> that's what I'm talking about they put so much detail into like that's ridiculous the day to days of this game mm-hmm. like is it true it. that there's no fast travel? You always have to ride your horse from place to place? I do not know because oh, I okay. haven't played it. Okay. I mean, that's fair. But I would assume that's accurate. Okay. Because that's going to take a lot of... Well, I think the whole idea is you're supposed to travel and explore. Yeah. Much like Odyssey kind yeah. of... Yeah. Yeah, but you know as well so as I do. Suggest you do it. When but we were you like, can. oh, I have to go to this place and my closest fast travel point is so yeah. fucking far away, I would get so mad. You spend more time <laughs> trying to figure out how to like cut time than yeah. it would take just to go just there. Just to go there, yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want to go through this area because I know those stupid fuckers. There's this thing there that I don't want to deal with yeah. right now or whatever. Ugh, so whatever. I guess we'll see. I've yeah. been interested to try the game out, so I'm glad it's coming to Game Pass because it's a very divisive it. game. I, I know when it came out, a lot of people. It's kind of like Death Stranding situ- that situation where okay, you either loved it or you were just like, this game is so bad. Like okay. And it's not because it's bad as a mechanical standpoint. It's mm-hmm. just bad in a interest standpoint, I guess. Like, whether it grabs your attention. Oh, okay. I mean, I've never really been about Western shit, so. Yeah, me That either, alone, really. I was like, ah. I just thought it would be cool to ride the horse. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ride the lightning but it's a horse yeah it just seemed like a like you described it whenever it first came out you were like oh, it looks like basically gta but in western times yeah so it's a lot more slowed down yeah. and they have an online aspect and shit and they've added stuff with updates and stuff that i don't necessarily know about but i know that it's been building since i will for sure check it out yeah. I know I have a couple friends who have it. And yeah. Like I said, there's online, so I'm sure I, at the very least, get on there at least once or twice with them, play a little bit. But um, I'm not expecting to really in, be deep into it. Okay. But who knows? Maybe I'll be surprised and I'll yeah. like, love it. You know, it's happened with other games. Yeah. So. And there's been other games where I was like, all on board and I'm going to love this game. And then I was like, oh, yeah. that's what it ended up being. Yeah. Anybody interested in Red Dead Redemption 2? That's coming out. When is it? May 7th? May 7th. So, literally, it's passing the torch. Rockstar is passing the torch from GTA to Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, it's probably time for me to pass the torch. Yeah? To who? To just some peon player in Call of Duty Warzone who can't get a win. Yeah. Because I got my third squad win. Oh, that was your other announcement, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> nice. That was my other announcement. Yeah. So, there I am, being a three-time champ. Yeah. And, not only this, I got the last, like, two or three kills. Nice. Like, I picked them all off. Okay. For the win. Well, that's good. We got this cool situation where we were, it was like, in the middle, the last spot was in the middle of this big frozen lake. Mm-hmm. And there was a little 
rock island there mm-hmm. that we like ran to because we just were getting shot at from behind at one point so okay. we ran there to try and take cover and like regroup mm-hmm. and then the circle ended up being there and then we're just crouched behind these rocks picking off bitches across the way and they're all frantic because they don't know where we're shooting from <laughs> yeah and we have our like thermal scopes on so right. like it's even easier to see these guys right and uh they're like just running zigzagging everywhere mm-hmm. you know and uh, we're just picking them off, and yeah. sometimes other groups are downing the guys, and then we kill them. Yeah, <laughs> sucks to suck. Yeah, and then yeah, it was really cool. They nobody saw us. I think it was like really that's crazy. I think one of I don't remember who it was. I think it was Rob got downed from behind at a distance, but then like Craig and Andrew like killed the guy and then picked him up or something, mm-hmm. and then. We all went back to picking off guys. Yeah. And it was so badass. So were you guys all alive at the time? Yeah, we all won wow. being alive. That's even better. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, all four of us were alive. Nice. It was a really, it was like the perfect win. That's crazy. Yeah. And I, again, captured it. Yeah, video. Of course, so yeah. I'm going to make a little thing, post it. Yeah. Yeah. Make a little thing. Get down tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Upload tonight. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm really excited for that. Good. So, I mean, I got three championships, so I should probably pass Might on the torch. Might be time to let someone else win. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Craig, too. He got in solos by himself. Uh, oh, wow. Obviously, it's called fucking solos. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. <laughs> he has four wins. Oh, okay. Including be- that one. Because he had a solo win. Yeah. Got it. I uh, can't even imagine even getting past, like, five minutes in that. That's why I'm really interested to see if you would play with me. Because I want to know, like, how you would do. Clint's really good at it, actually. Yeah, but Clint... Shout out to him, too, by the way. Yeah. We played with him a little bit later on. And he was just fucking around on an ATV. Mm-hmm. He took out an entire team. Just All four around. players driving around, hitting just, them. Just because he likes to destroy things? Yeah, he was just running them over <laughs> as they tried to shoot them. And they couldn't hit them. And he fucking killed all four of them. Of course he did. He said it, and I was like... I don't believe you. I'm going to need proof. <laughs> so I went into the scoreboard. Yeah. I stopped what I was doing mm-hmm. just to make sure. Yeah. And he had four kills. That's crazy. I was like, okay. Just because he was so, dicking around. So, new game plan. Yeah. You fuck around. <laughs> you fuck around, do your own thing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just tag behind yeah. and pick off guys as they're distracted with you. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. So... I tried to play, what was it, PUBG or something, like a long time ago when we when you first... Yeah, that one's... I haven't gone back to that one. I kind of want to just to see if I'm better at it since I've been playing this. I tried to play it two times and it didn't work out either time, so I yeah. was like, this isn't for me. I wasn't very good at that one either. I think I'd get like one or two kills at best, and then this one I'd do a lot better. Okay. Well, uh, maybe I'll check it out with you. We'll see yeah. what happens. But no guarantees. <laughs> yeah. You know what also there's no guarantee of? What? Uh, getting into a match on Warzone without cheaters playing oh. against you. Which oh. is the real story. Oh, right. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. The real story is my win. Right. But yeah. the consolation story. Yeah. Just extra information. So, Call of Duty Warzone uh, does the crossplay, which means PC, Xbox, and PlayStation all play together on the same server. Okay. So you could be playing against people on PlayStation or PC within the game. Okay. It's not just your console. Gotcha. Um, there's been a huge problem with PC 
uh, players that mm-hmm. cheat and mod the game. Yeah. They use things called aimbots, yeah. which you probably heard of with Fortnite. Yeah, I did. So that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because it's a PC thing and the crossplay allows them to play against console players who mm-hmm. can't do that kind of stuff because they're not on a computer mm-hmm. to do that kind of a thing, they're at a huge disadvantage. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and we had talked about this, I think, last week or the week yeah. before, where there was, like, a huge ban on, like, 50,000 players yeah. for cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just hasn't been fixed, obviously, because mm-hmm. there's still people that... Do. Yeah. I assume they just make a new account. I don't know. I'm sure that's all they do. Uh, who knows? Uh, so, basically, what they've decided is they're putting people who are suspected, not even doing it, just they think are cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which I don't know how they would figure. Like, I don't based know. Based on your like killed. A they must have data or something, or something that's decide that. Maybe. Um, so people who are suspected are going to be put into matches against each other for now on. I mean, I'm okay with that. So basically, it's aimbot versus aimbot. It yeah. Could be a match, and it's that gets... does a little bit suck if somebody is really that good <laughs> that they're suspected of cheating. Yeah, well, because like you know <laughs> now you got me all like anxious I'm like well what, what if they think i'm cheating like mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm che- like, well <laughs> like, i'm not I better, cheating i better shoot a wall real quick to yeah make sure they like, don't i'm not that. cheating but like what determines if I, someone's a cheater like what if someone uh-huh. just is mad at me and reports me because i killed them right and they say i cheated because they're mm-hmm. just like no what piss me in gum <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like am i gonna get re- labeled as a suspected cheater because some cunt decides I, to, I cheated i have to assume it's algorithm based i not hope report so based because really the easy answer would be like guess what pc players now you don't get to play with the group go fuck yourselves yeah. well that's another part of this so uh there's actually been petitions uh-huh. created which I, again we, we don't think they do anything right they're just kind of more for fun i guess right. <laughs> people feel like they're making a difference uh so there's been petitions made for them to remove pc players from the crossplay for mm-hmm. console players. Yeah. So PlayStation and Xbox would still be able to do it, but okay. PC is supposed that seems to fuck fair, up. I mean, PC it does. Seems to be, it's the easiest to mod and the easiest to cheat on because that's just how PCs are. Yeah. And it it's just not. If you have somebody who's gone through all the effort to find a way to cheat on a console, that's going to be a lot harder to find. But I feel like. Well, I mean, they would just have to connect it to their PC. So really, it's just through the PC, anyways, right? Is that how it works? For the console, I mean. Oh, right. Yeah. I imagine they could hook their PC to their console. Because, I mean, I, I know people when we were, like, in, like, high school or whatever that, like, would mod their original Xbox. Mm-hmm. So that they could run mods through Halo. Oh, okay. Uh, on the Xbox through their PC. I see. Okay. Like... We didn't cheat in actual games, but, like, I was in games of them in the past where, like, we'd go into a private game and he would just, like, show us, like, shit he could do where he could, like, go outside the barrier boundary. Mm-hmm. Like, have a a warthog, which is a, you know, a basically giant SUV vehicle. Yeah. Fly. He could make it fly um, around okay. the map and not just drive on right, the road. Right. Okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. So, like... There's, you know, and there's obviously categories of people who do it for fun. There's people who do it because they just want to, like, look like they're the best player in the world and hope nobody knows. Mm-hmm. I guess they just get their kicks knowing that they have no chance against them. I don't know. Yeah. 
So yeah, there's petitions for that, which it's probably not going to happen. I'm sure their first attempt is going to be to remedy the problem, right? As best they can, but you know, which like is a, what they're doing. Like so a... they've added, uh, obviously, anybody who's found guilty within those suspected matches, they're going to just ban. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've also added increased resources across the back end for the tech, the studio, and. Uh, like an enforcement team, basically people who I assume review data, the data and whatever reports on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got dedicated security updates that they're going to put out at some point through the game. Uh, so perfect example, I'd rob like, well, what if somebody reports me? Mm-hmm. Technically, that's not a thing yet, but they are going to implement it. That's the thing they will do or report player functionality. Uh, will be linked to kill cams and spectator modes so you can basically watch people after mm-hmm. you've died and see like if what they oh, did they're... seems like it was legit. Oh, okay. But again, that could be like somebody just like a poor loser. Yeah. Gets mad that they lost and yeah. then reports the person. Yeah, hopefully it's not like once some one person reports you, you become suspected of cheating. Hopefully yeah, that's just I, like a, I would imagine, hey, check out this footage and see if it looks like they were cheating kind of situation. It would probably have to be, you'd have to be reported X amount of times in yeah. order to get like... Or have um, like this enforcement team review something to make yeah. sure. Because I think some it, would, it should be fairly obvious that you're not cheating in a lot of cases if somebody's just a poor sport. Yeah. So the whole idea is obviously that players can catch people who are hacking and, and right. doing shit that yeah. they shouldn't be able to do. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, that's really it. It's just... Okay. From what I understand, you can turn off crossplay. Yeah. But when we did it, it then said we had to turn it on in order to get into Warzone. So I think you can oh. go into Warzone, then turn it off. Oh, okay. Theoretically. We haven't tried it yet. Okay. But we know it worked for... Like, just multiplayer team deathmatch and stuff like that. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and I know other people have... Because they've had a huge problem with, like... They said a lot of people are dropping crossplay because they don't want to deal with the people. Right. And they specifically said it within Warzone. Mm, okay. So it's possible. I just have to figure out the details of how to actually get it. Okay. But I want the record known. File this shit. All three wins were on crossplay. Yeah. In fact, they were probably all like cheating PC players that we yeah. went against, <laughs> Pro- but we probably. still found we a way. Overcame. We're like the three hundred of yeah. Warzone. <laughs> or the three. Although they died <laughs> still at the end, so yeah. maybe, maybe that's a bad comparison. We're three hundred to that point before they die. Right. Right. Okay. Well, you know, think of think, speaking of things dying off. Uh... <laughs> Or not dying off. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, GameStop is up to their old fucking bullshit again. They're uh, talking about reopening stores. They. Um, well, you can thank the fucking protocol thing they're doing to try and. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Make America Open Again? Yeah, well, that was my <laughs> name, basically, what, what it was. I'm just going to call it that because that's yeah. better. <laughs> Um, so they shut down one third of the, of the stores with others adopting, uh, the curbside pickup model. Um, and they are in the process of opening, uh, opening the stores back up in Italy, Germany, and Austria. 
and uh, South Carolina and Georgia are preparing to potentially reopen in the coming weeks. I don't know why those particular states, but they just have, they're just special, I guess. Um, I guess the only good thing coming out of this is they're finally taking pay cuts at the higher level. The CEO will take a temporary 50% pay cut and other members of the executive team will take a 30% pay cut because it's about time that the administration or whatever the the corporate side actually sees some kind of pro, uh, downside to this situation. Obviously, they're not raking in the profits, but a lot of other companies had done this already to kind of show solidarity with the situation that society is in right now, and nobody had said shit about it from GameStop. They were all just like, no, you have to wrap your hand in a plastic bag and accept payments. So... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I guess we could give them the benefit of the doubt, but I'm sure most of this is because other companies are doing that pay yeah. cut thing, and they kind of like, well, we kind of have we to. We probably have to. Yeah, exactly. Fucking... Yeah. yeah. Whatever works, I guess. So, um, yeah, and they have hired uh, Reggie from Nintendo. He was, like, the president of the North American for Nintendo mm-hmm. for the longest time, and, like, he retired, and then... And then he went to GameStop as a uh, head of director, I believe, for the for the company. Okay. Um, and I know he's there to like make changes and like put them in a better situation. So it's like a win loss because it's like you want him to be able to succeed, right? And help them, but at the same time, like, do you want them to stick around? Yeah, I mean, if he could make changes that make it not such a shitty business model, then that's great. But what they're doing or what they have been doing up until this point is not in the best interest of most people. So they don't seem to treat their employees well and they don't seem to be reasonable with their corporate policies. So if if he can make some changes to rework the whole company to not be shitty, then I'm on board because, like I said before, I don't want ThinkGeek to die because I like ThinkGeek stuff and I don't like the GameStop purchased them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I live in the past. Whatever. That's a long time I'm just ago. saying. I I used to buy stuff off ThinkGeek a lot, and then they bought them, and now it's like, oh, it's easier to get stuff. But now they're gonna fucking go down the toilet because it's not easier to get it anymore. I see. It just bothers me. I see. Well, you know what bothers me? What? Cheaters and hackers. Yeah. And bears. Oh my. Yeah. But not the cheaters and hackers from Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. Because that is not on Nintendo Switch. But what is on Nintendo Switch, at least 160,000 of them, mm-hmm. is strangers stealing your information. Strangers? Stranger danger. Uh, apparently, hackers were able to access user and password data for Nintendo's network IDs. Uh, they've used the information to log into people's accounts, making unauthorized purchases, you know, the typical. Right. Uh, so, Nintendo estimates around 160,000 Uh, accounts have been potentially affected by this yeah so here's the thing is users who have had the same password for both of their uh accounts so this goes from 3ds up to the switch Mm -hmm. and the wii u i think is in there too right oh so anybody who's had those accounts could be at risk for this and and they should obviously check if they have any unauthorized payments on there so if you had the same password for your Nintendo network ID and your Nintendo account, then you could be at risk, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So when they did the Switch, if you just kept the same information. Yes. Because they're getting it from the 3DS, uh-huh. Wii U stuff. Oh, uh, okay. And so if your information's the same, 
then they can then get into your current switch information. Oh, okay, I see, I see. So that's where the problem lies. They're technically different things. Gotcha. But uh, if people were lazy, like I think I was. I was going to say. <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, but I did check, and I, did, I couldn't see anything about it okay. being an issue on my end. So okay. I'll try to just keep an eye on it. Yeah. I'll check the account that I have the card on the whatever switch. Um, so obviously check your purchase history, including payments that you may not have made, uh, and to request the cancellation of those purchases, uh, if you find anything, Okay. you do it to Nintendo. To Nintendo. Okay. Uh, so they, they didn't get credit card information necessarily. What they're getting is like nicknames, date of births, country, region, gender, your email, uh, anything that like that attached to the accounts. Okay. Um, but obviously, if you have like the auto pay stuff on, then you can. They could bought things right. without seeing the actual credit card. Right. But uh, they couldn't steal the credit card information and go buy something else. Yes. On a different service. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's probably the better case scenario. So <laughs> Nintendo, uh, put them in matches against each other. Yeah. <laughs> and ban them. Yeah. From life. Yeah. From life. That's a bit big stream. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> don't fuck with my games, you yeah, know? Yeah. True. And PAX West, that's, they certainly don't want to fuck with my games. They don't? To the extent that they will not be closing the convention at all in September. They are holding out that coronavirus is not going to be an issue come September. I mean... uh, so September 4th through 7th, they have... Scheduled for the Seattle Convention Center. It's in Seattle, too? Well, that's where, yeah, that's okay. where PAX West is, so, in Seattle. I don't know. That seems a little bit... All the bit... hipsters will be like, oh, it's so cool and trendy to have diseases again. <laughs> Make America diseased again. Yeah. <laughs> Break all the kidney stones. <laughs> uh, so, they have no intention of closing it down like all the others have done. Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming they think that September will be a reasonable time to get past that hurdle of having to close it. Probably. So this is an official quote they had. Working with, with health officials at all levels of government and adhering to the guidelines of the CDC and WHO to ensure our event is safe, health conscious, and responsible. Why did you say CDC and who instead of CDC and WHO? I don't think it's kind of funny. What would I say for CDC? CIDIC? No, you would say CDC, but it's WHO, not who. They go by who, though. Do they? You ever see that meme that those <laughs> memesters put out? The, the, the who let the dogs who out Who let thing? the dogs out? <laughs> yeah. Because there was an article about how they, like, so found some dogs, dogs were, were not, okay, yeah. not infected, so they, they like let them whatever, out yeah. of quarantine, and then yeah. they were like, technically, who let the dogs out? Yeah, they've been telling us the whole time. Yeah, but that they did it. Yeah, it's like the who's on first, yeah. what's on second. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, let's say they don't end up canceling this closer to September. Okay. And let's say June, July. Maybe even August. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see 
everything's settling down. People are getting more comfortable. It's not a bigger issue to avoid people. Right. Realistically, are we going to see people going to PAX West? Not a lot, I think. Like, the lines are going to be great. Yeah. So if you want to get short lines to do things, you might want to consider trying to get PAX West tickets still. My concern is, even if people, if they're not canceling it and people are like, yeah, we're still going to go, what about the companies responsible for putting on, the the exhibitors or Mm -hmm. whatever... I feel like they're still going to be like, uh, I don't know. Well, they would just be able to cancel, but they just probably lose the money on what they right. put into getting their booth and all that yeah. stuff. It just feels like it's not Realistically, they it. should give them the option yeah. to bail out yeah. and not lose money. Yeah. Or at least get some of it back. Yeah. Given the situation, but right. I don't know. Not very impressive on my uh, perspective of what PAX West is doing. Right. Doesn't seem very uh, smart. Maybe they're just trying to be super optimistic. And again, I think I brought this up before. Shouldn't an area of people have a say in something like that happening in their area? Yeah. For their safety? I would think that should be a thing. That would seem fair. Like it should be put to a vote or something. Like yeah. Whether the the full population decides if it's okay or not that they do this to risk yeah. it being like a, a potential outbreak because right. of it. Yeah, for sure. But I'm no PAX West scientist, so. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> I imagine they'll be in full force at the event to make true, sure. True, true. Have a bunch of science anybody, jackets on. Anybody coughs, they're going to throw them in a room and just check all their temperatures in every fucking hole they have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the PAX West way. Yeah. Check temperatures of all holes. The way of the PAX. <laughs> well, that's it for news, really. Yeah. I played a new game, by the way. Did you? Yeah. What was it? A new game came to the Game Pass. I think I sent you a text about this when yes. it was announced. Uh, yep. It's called... Gatto Roboto? Gatto Roboto. Gatto Roboto. Yeah. Oh, like, thank you very much, Mr. Ro... I think so. Gatto very much, Mr. Roboto? Yeah. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. There's a lot of... But, yeah. Either way. (laughs) (laughs) So I play this game, Gatto Roboto. Okay. Uh, Turns out it's a game about a cat with a mech suit. What? I could have guessed that much. Yeah. Oh, because Gatto is... Is cat in Spanish. Cat. Mm-hmm. Oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> okay. And I'm assuming Roboto is just... cute cat mech suit. I think it's probably just robot, but you know. Whatever. <laughs> so it's the Spanish cat robot? Yeah. The robotic Spanish cat? Yeah. I think that's what it translates to? I think... I think word for word, yeah. Yeah. Seems accurate. Yeah. So this is like a very retro feeling game. It's yeah. uh, basically a very 8-bit looking. Uh-huh. Uh, it's very simple. Yeah. Uh, I think the, <laughs> the download was even like 500 megabytes or something oh ridiculously small. Okay. It was amazing. Uh, it's a Metroid style retro game. Okay. So it's, it's very authentic in that aspect of 
the old Metroid games on NES. Uh-huh. Like I said, you're a cat in a mech suit. Uh, it plays like a Metroid game. There's sections that you have to go through. Uh, you have to do a lot of back and forth because you have to unlock an item and then uh-huh. use that item to get to another area. And then mm-hmm. there's just a lot of zigzagging. And, right. Uh, but it seems like it's a more simplified version than okay. Metroid. Okay. Um, I still get lost. Okay. But, like, I got, I got like, a third of the way through just playing, like, maybe two hours. Okay. So my s- assumption is it's about a six-hour game by that. Okay. Yeah. yeah Makes know. sense. Uh, but... The cool thing about this is uh, it's got kind of a mechanic where you play as the cat and as the cat in the mech suit at certain points. Okay. So there's areas where only the cat can get into. So you have to jump out of the suit and then use the cat to go through like this little area. Uh-huh. And uh, the cat has this ability to like basically run up walls, you know, huh. like, like a, real cat. Like a real cat, yeah. <laughs> and uh, But the downside is you are completely vulnerable. So you touched by one enemy, you're mm-hmm. dead. Okay. The cat explodes. Wow. It's dead. Wow. That's pretty dark. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's retro looking, so it's cute. Question. Do you have nine lives? No. Damn it. Right? <laughs> right? They fucked up. Super fucked up. Super fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a really fun game to have, like, you literally only have nine lives the entire game. Yeah. And you have to get through. It would be really fucking hard, probably, but it sounds well, like a cool idea. Well, you just make the balance of the game, so, like, it's, like, having... Right. It's equalized, yeah. 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 Uh, so, the game is pretty fun. I, I got really addicted very quickly, yeah. obviously. Yeah. The cat obviously helped. Mm-hmm. Um, the dialogue is really charming in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cat only says meow. Okay. But there's other characters that it interacts with. Like uh-huh. the, the cat's owner is like the guy, the pilot of the ship that okay. crashes in the beginning. And okay. then he's stuck there because he hurt himself. Okay. So he sends his cat out to do his mission for him. Makes sense. You know. Standard. What would you do, right? Yeah. I mean, that's obviously <laughs> the only option. Yeah. And so he's talking to the cat and then uh-huh. the cat's responding. And like, even though they only say meow, it's really funny because they use exclamation points or question uh-huh. marks or uh-huh. they work it so you know saying the emotion different. the cat's saying so you kind of can interpret what Got it. they're supposed to like be saying. Like I am Groot situation. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, exactly what it is. Uh, and yeah, it just it's it's very charming. It's fun. Uh, it kind of reminded me of Cuphead and like the art style even though it's really retro and not the animated style that right. Cuphead is. Mm-hmm. Just like there's this furnace boss that I fight mm-hmm. and he's got a mustache and he's like really focused on how cool his mustache is. <laughs> even though it's like not important to anything. Yeah. <laughs> and like he's like, you killed my brother who didn't have time to grow a mustache. <laughs> I shall avenge him. Yeah. Not in so many words, but like that's yeah, the gist of what he's much. saying. Yeah. That's funny. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's really fun. Uh, the mechanics are very unique at certain points. Like I said, you, you jump between just the cat to having the mech suit. The save points work basically as you get your mech suit. So you might have to abandon it when you do the cat thing and then mm-hmm. you can't go back. But when you get to the next save point, it refills your health and gives you the mech suit. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's really fun. Okay. Uh, and they have like these filters that you 
find, you know, they're like the secrets or whatever you mm-hmm. find in the game. Typically the cat alone is how you find those. And then you can change the color scheme on the game. So it okay. starts out black and white. Okay. I made mine blue and white because I liked it. Okay. I was gonna. I was just literally going to ask you that question because I only saw you try to show me that one boss battle and it was just in black and white or whatever, uh-huh. or blue and white. And I was just wondering... If there are other areas of color, or it's, it's so it's programmable by you, based on things no, that it's you... basically just like a like a filter that like okay. you just put onto the game. And okay, then... but it's two colors essentially. Two colors. Okay, yeah. that's what I was only to two out. colors. If it ever got more than that, okay. The standard is the black and white, and then you can just change it up. Okay. So mine's blue is the background, and then mm-hmm. white's the the characters and gotcha and setting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's, I mean, like I said, it, I, I assume I'll be done with it within six hours. It, I yeah. mean, it seems like it's a short game. Very mm-hmm. charming. Love it so much. Mm-hmm. It's on Game Pass. So I got very hooked easily. So, yeah. Anyone who likes Metroid games, uh, it's feels like it's like a Metroid Light in the sense that it's like not as difficult with the maze mm-hmm. traveling, but it is a challenging game the bosses are not easy some might be but others are very hard i'm stuck on one right now and i don't know if i'm gonna be able to beat them and i can't go back so that's one downside i would say the one you were trying to show me yeah yeah so one downside i would say is i don't know if that's going to end up being like a game defect for me where i'm stuck there Mm -hmm. and i have to beat the boss but i don't know if i can ever Oh, yeah, I've done that. I've gotten stuck in places like that in The Witcher, and I'm like, I have to literally go find it. Uh, I don't know if you have the option to go back to a f- previous I save. don't think I can. Oh, that sucks. So I might just be stuck there if Until I can't beat it. Until you figure out a way. That's, where I, that's, wh- that's why I abandoned Ori and the Blind Forest, because I was stuck in a place where I could not defeat, <laughs> couldn't get through a, po- yeah. a section, and I was like, well, this is where I live now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's potentially a problem. Right. But we'll see. Yeah. Because there's been other bosses where I was like, I can't beat this guy. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I just kept doing it and doing it. Yeah. And then eventually I beat it. Figured it out, yeah. So, uh, like, the last one, I think it took me, like, ten tries, and then I finally got it. Like, okay. you just have to learn the pattern. Right. And once you basically learn what to do, mm-hmm. it's it's just like a rhythm thing. You just yeah. got to, like, know where to go when gotcha. they attack with this. And, yeah, great game. Go check it out. It's Good. on Game Pass. I'm sure you could buy it without Game Pass. I just don't know. Where yeah. or why you would just get Game Pass for a month and right. play it there. Very good point. Yeah. Best I, of the best points. I didn't play anything this week. I tried to download some stupid trash mobile game and then I gave it like five minutes and I was like, no, never mind. So Yeah. What was the game called? Uh it's that you've seen the ads. It's like Sultan something bullshit. I don't even remember. It's Sultan Trash. Yeah. <laughs> game of Sultans, I think is what it's called. Game of Trash. Yeah. It just, I was like, okay, fine, I'm going to try it. Because I'd seen the ad so many times, and I was, just, I was like, I want to see what happens. And I was like, I like made the character, and then I was like, nope, there's like too many things involved here. It's not it's not fun at all. Mm. So, I gave okay. up. Okay. Wasn't my thing. Okay. Oh, well, as far as uh, Gato Roboto. Yeah. I'd give it a, I'd give it a four. Okay. Out of five robotic cats okay spanish robotic cats yeah i'll have to get i'll have to try this one out i'm assuming i'll be really bad at it but i'll yeah. try it oh yeah what <laughs> you were like yeah i mean 
you would definitely get frustrated pretty quickly with, yes. with I definitely, certain areas. I'm certain that that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like areas change too. So like I'm in an area now where I can't leave the suit because it's like really hot. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't leave. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, and then there's, there's a the area I was in before. There's like a section where you jump to this little submarine. It's like underwater area. So you have to like drain the water in those mm-hmm. areas to like progress. Mm-hmm. So there's fun little mechanics that change it up a bit. Okay. Anyways. So yeah, I give it a four. Good. Uh, and then obviously you gave the, the one a negative five because it was trash. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't, I probably didn't give it the official college try, but I <laughs> but I was just like, no, this was a bad idea. And I gave up five minutes yeah. later. <laughs> well, uh, let's move into some TV news. Yeah. Uh, we have, okay, here's like a list of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily know whether they're shows or movies, but okay. actually I think I know most of them, but okay. stuff on Amazon and Netflix are coming out for May, and this is a list of what I thought was like more relevant and yeah. like popular stuff that's coming out, right. but I don't necessarily know if it's for everybody. Okay. Uh, and there might be movies in here, but it's just because I'm lumping it all together. Got it. Okay. So Amazon Prime, The Gold Finch. It's coming out on May 8th, which is that weird artsy movie. Yeah. Apparently it was an Amazon Prime funded film. Oh, was it? Okay. Uh, it did really bad in, in theaters. Like, it got no good reception. It it's was like... The, uh, the author of... It was based off of a book. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was based off a book, which I still haven't read, but it was the author of... Oh my God. What is it? The Goldfinch. Well, no. Yeah, obviously. But The Goldfinch <laughs> is written by the same person who wrote... Boo Radley. What is that book? Oh, to, uh, Catcher in the Rye. To Kill a Mockingbird? Oh. Wait, now I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know now. Maybe I don't know my books like I used to. No, you're right. To Kill a Mockingbird. It doesn't matter. It's fine. It was based on a book. That's all we needed to know. Uh, it's a movie that did not go well yeah. based off of a book. Yeah. Uh, but it's on Amazon Prime. So you can't be too mad, I guess, if you watch it and didn't like it. Yeah. On an original called Suburg, comes out April or comes out May fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, a show called The Last Narc comes out also on the fifteenth. The Last Narc, okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's some kind of like a prison, probably drama. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Rocket Man, this is that movie about Elton John. Okay. Coming out May twenty third. Nice. Or, sorry, May 22nd. Really enjoyed that film. I recommend it to anybody. Absolutely. It was a really fun film. Uh, What's his name? Something Egerton? Yeah, Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton. He was phenomenal as Elton John. He did an amazing job. So, check it out. Uh, Something called Come to Daddy. I assume it's... (laughs) I assume it's not a porno. It's I on mean, Amazon Prime. Might not be a safe assumption. Comes out the 23rd. Yeah. Uh, the Tracker, the 25th. The Vast of Night. <laughs> the Tracker, is that um, the 29th. Liam Neeson? Because it sounds I, I, like I, Liam I, Neeson. When I saw that, I was like, tell me that's Liam Neeson. <laughs> Please tell me that's him. I hope it is. <laughs> I will track you. <laughs> I will track your family. 
everybody who's ever not been tracked before. <laughs> and I will track them. I have a particular set of tracking skills. <laughs> uh, and the last one, I don't know if I said it yet. The Vast of Night on the 29th. Okay. Um, a lot of stuff coming out on Amazon Prime. Don't know if any of it's good, but stuff to like check out. Read the summaries. Decide if it's for you. Yeah. Uh, Netflix has a good amount of stuff that I am interested in myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seinfeld stand-up okay. special okay. comes out on the 5th, which I'm kind of interested to see what he does. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt interactive episode comes out on the 12th. Interesting. Okay. Which is the one that we were talking about last week. Yeah. So we should probably get back on that show. Yeah. Catch sure. up. Yeah. Before we'd be mustered. Yeah. Yeah. She-Ra, uh, the rebooted cartoon based yes. off the He-Man character, mm-hmm. uh, is going into season five on the 15th. Okay. Uh, I hear it's a really good show, but okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a, a kid-friendly show. Well, it's obviously kid-friendly. I don't know if it's focused for kids or if it's like more adult storytelling in a cartoon, but... The people I know who watch it love it. Yeah, I've heard that people... Yeah, I've heard adults say that they enjoy it, so I assume that's at least entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Another comedian, Patton Oswalt, has a stand-up special coming out okay. on the 19th on Netflix. Okay. I feel like he's got a few on Netflix. Probably, yeah. Uh, the Lovebirds, that film yeah. that was supposed to come out in theaters. Yeah. Uh, it's finally coming out on the 22nd. That's the release date for Netflix. Yeah. I don't know if we ever talked about that yet. I we heard it was coming to Netflix, but we didn't have yeah, a date. Yeah, that's what I was last that's, thinking uh, happened. Camille Nanjiani and Asa Ray. Yeah. Uh, Uncut Gems. Oh, okay. Which is a film I saw in theaters. Yeah. Starring Adam Sandler as like a, a jeweler in New York mm-hmm. with a gambling problem. Okay. Really good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I recommend for people. Well, I'll probably check uh, that it out. Was a su- this one was a surprise to see coming to Netflix. Because yeah. I was thinking it was actually an Amazon thing for some reason. Yeah, I'll so probably apparently check it out it's if it's not. coming to Netflix. Yeah, it's it's a good film. It's it, it's a slow burn, but it's good. Okay. Um, And I think that was the 22nd. It might be a little bit after. Okay. And then the one that you were interested in was Space Force. Yes. That comes on the 29th, end of the month. Very excited about that. It's going to be so good. Yeah. And that's the one starring Steve Carell mm-hmm. and other people. And other people, yeah. <laughs> and John And Alfio. Steve Carell's castmates. <laughs> yeah. Assistant to... <laughs> Among others. <laughs> assistant to the Space Force manager. Yeah. Uh, and then they don't have an actual release date, but uh, one to keep track on uh, for us specifically. Supergirl Season 5 is coming out sometime soon. Okay. To Netflix, which we would be, you know, for us to catch up. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, well, for in the realm of streaming things, uh, HBO Max officially is launching May 27th, and the price will be $14.99 monthly. And if you have a one of the pricier plans from AT&T for, like, literally anything, internet, wireless, or any of the other things that they offer, if you have a more expensive plan, you probably already are going to get a... Um, free upgrade for this, so it'll be included in your subscription for AT&T. Um, 
it's on AT&T's website, so just go there and check it out, see if you qualify. Um, if you have AT&T, but it's not the pricier plans, you still will probably get the uh, a 30-day trial that they're offering to the rest of us. <laughs> um, well, and then basically, they're just, everybody gets a 30-day trial then. Everybody gets a 30-day trial, but if you have a fancy, expensive plan from AT&T, you get a, it's not a trial. It's like, it's just included in your You'll plan. You'll just get it. It's a free Because up- you're already paying for it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're already paying the $15, so they're like, all right, well, you just get everything. Yes. Um, however, it only counts, so you do get a free upgrade from, uh, if you're currently an HBO Go subscriber as well, but only if you pay HBO Go directly. Not through Amazon Not through something. Amazon and not through Apple. That if makes you're sense because it, yeah. they want to see the money to them. Exactly. Directly, yeah. So they're doing the free upgrade as well. Um, yeah. That's their way of basically cutting that competition. Yeah. Because they're, they want you to go straight to them exactly yeah yeah okay um and then also little little news very little news because we don't want to go too deep too deep into it but westworld was renewed for season four yeah that's expected yeah it's, it's we not need surprising. to catch up we, we haven't need to... watched season two or three yeah we're very far behind well, i've heard season been... three is a mixed bag of good or bad but okay uh i mean we enjoyed season one so i'll go back yeah. to it yeah definitely um uh, just to add to stuff coming out in May, uh-huh. uh, everything on HBO Max. <laughs> yes, fair enough. <laughs> Forgot that stuff. Yeah, minor detail, yeah. How about talking about some cowboys in Star Wars? The Mandalorian Season 3 is already in pre-production. Okay, how? Okay, sure. They haven't well, even, season two isn't even out yet. I know, but I guess they're that far <laughs> ahead with the production All right, that cool. they can start up. I mean, this just means they're like, oh, what can we do? What, I mean, they know, can like, write, they can plan, they can do Yeah, that's what like I'm that. saying that's is they're just, yeah. they're just probably brainstorming. Like, yeah. what can they go? What yeah. direction are they going to go? That's What's true. the story? I'm well, sure they have not like, that. basically, here's the quote. So, uh, sources close to the production have confirmed that creator John Favreau has been writing season three for a while. And that the art department, led by Lucasfilm Vice President and Executive Creative Director Doug Chang, 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 probably Chang. Okay, yeah. Doug Chang has been creating concepts for season three for the past few weeks, and this is all according to Variety. Okay, cool. So, again, it's they're just probably like brainstorming, coming up with ideas. He's probably got like a rough draft concept for. Yeah. For the script. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's cool to hear. Yeah definitely. Uh, and then to follow along with some more Star Wars. Uh, the Star Wars Cassian Disney Plus series. That was uh, announced a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, still doesn't have a name or anything. But it's going to be dated within the timeline of five years before Rogue One. Okay. So it's a prequel to a prequel. Yeah. Inside of Taco Bell. Inside of Taco Bell. <laughs> and they've actually casted some uh, people that, you know, are not surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genevieve O'Reilly. She's the one that played Mon Mothma, the senator that was a part of, you know, leading the rebellion. Right. So she will reprise her role in some capacity. Okay. Alan Tadike is reprising his role as yes. the voice of K2SO. Good. Which... I thought 
after reading it, it's like, holy fuck, I didn't even think about him being in the show. Yeah. That's the best part That's to me. That's so amazing. Yeah. I he, just got like 15 times more excited. Yeah. He, he was my favorite character in that yeah, movie. Yeah. KJSO is the best. Uh, and they actually have a new cast member, a young actress named Denise Go. Uh, she was in something called The Kid Who Would Be King. Oh, I guess she's in like live theater and stuff. So that's okay. where she comes from. Okay. Yeah. It's better than dead theater. <laughs> I guess you're right. What is the audience snoring? <laughs> uh, and then uh, actually a new announcement as far as Star Wars goes within TV shows. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus is going to be developing a female-led Star Wars show. Okay. Uh, and this is going to be created by one of the co-creators for Russian Doll, which was a Netflix show that I've heard good things about, yeah. but I have not watched it myself. Uh, the co-creator's name is Leslie Headland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the premise says it will be a female-centric series that takes place in a different part of the Star Wars timeline than other projects. So basically, way out there so we don't fuck with anything going on with the movies. Right. Makes sense. Okay. Kind of had questions brought up for me. Mm-hmm. Thought we could talk about. Okay. So what kind of character do you want to see this female-led show star? Like, do you want it to be like a Jedi, a Sith character, some kind of a soldier, you know, somebody just in the ranks? Do you want it to be a, just a nobody? Another Ray, if you will? Yeah. Uh some criminal you know player do you want it to be like a politician like what approach do you want them to take this show well i have some ideas of where i think it would be cool for them to go but in my head i can't stop thinking what i think it already is gonna be so where do you want me to go with it first let's go with your theory what do you think this is i mean it kind of sounds like this could be the ahsoka series that is rumored the pieces would lay yeah and the, right that yeah. would that would make sense yeah it was rumored that she's going to be cameoing in to be mm-hmm. you know a spin-off of some capacity later on yeah so i mean i'm on board with that if that's the case but if for some reason that's not what they're going for here mm-hmm. i also think it might be cool to see um i don't remember her name but from the uh, rise of the skywalker there there was a a female um Stormtrooper, who then went on to do something else. Like, she was, like, a rebel, but she had, uh, what do you call it, defected from the Stormtroopers? Well, that was the Mandalorian character. You talking about the character in the Mandalorian? No, 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 I'm not talking about her. Oh. In Rise of the Skywalker, the chick on the... She was, like, the criminal chick, right? That, what's her name plays? No. Oh. Cara Magno, or whatever the hell her name is. No, I'm talking about Rise of the Skywalker. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, the the love interest of Poe at one point. No, not her. But that would be cool too. Oh. Oh shit. Yeah, you're right. I would like that one. That's what I thought you were talking about. No, I'm talking about the whenever they landed on the planet where the Death Star was crashed. Oh yes, yes, yes. I yes, do yes, not yes. remember her name. The one who they like. Finn's kind of, love interest. Yeah. Suppo- uh, five you know, seconds. The, the kind yeah. Of, <laughs> Yeah, the one that they like throwaway love interest kind of uh, yeah. suggested could be related to. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So that would be cool. But I also, you're totally right. Um, yeah, Carrie Russell, I'd be super down to see her prequel That's her series. Name. 
Okay, now I'm on page of who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's an, that would be that's an option. She did defect from the, uh, yeah. the, the, the trooper. I'd like to see the origin of that. You know, like her as a stormtrooper. What, what motivations what, did they get to yes. defect? Yes, and then how that whole process happens and all. That would be pretty cool. Okay. But I think probably number one is the Ahsoka. Like everybody wants that. So that's. Yeah, that's where we're where I'm leaning. But if that's not the case, as far as a popularity contest, yes, yes, that would be the logical character to go. Yeah, because you don't have to gamble of a new character mm-hmm. that doesn't do it for the audience. Yes, exactly. That's that's an accurate uh, prediction. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so I guess basically then Jedi would be. Yeah. If, if that's your character, it's the Jedi. I mean, yeah. She, left the Jedi Order. Jedi are... Obviously, the Jedi are not a thing at this point. Right, right. But, okay. Basically, that capacity of a character. Yeah. She would have powers. Yes. Okay. I think that's really the more fun place to go. Like, I I don't... I mean, the only reason Rey is cool as a nobody is because she has fucking powers. Nobody wants to see just a random asshole in the Star Wars universe. Like, Mm -hmm. just... Maybe maybe somebody does, Well, the whole gimmick was, who is she? Yeah. That was the mystery. It was like, ooh, yeah. who's she going to end up yeah. being? And yeah. then they just completely shat all over <laughs> yeah. the whole plot because they kept, you know. Changing who. It seemed like Rian Johnson and, uh, what's his name, had different. J.J. Abrams? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so oh, no, thank you. It's, it seemed like <laughs> Rian Johnson and J.J. Abrams had different ideas of where to take that plot because whatever reason they swapped directors and then changed back and and, and it got really confusing yeah Yeah. so i think that had an impact on it but um yeah so let's just let me just turn the tables on you if it's not the ahsoka series where would you like it to go um oh i just got another good idea but i'm gonna wait till you're done I'm going to let you finish. Okay. Well, here's where I'm a little torn. Because okay. I like the idea of the Imperial Trooper uh-huh. backdrop. Uh-huh. But here's the thing. Like, I think I talked about this in our review for the movie. Mm-hmm. They had female stormtroopers in that film, yes. right? Yeah. Or, or not, sorry, not stormtroopers. Or was it stormtroopers? They had female officers at the very least within the order yeah the old movies i don't recall that being a thing so i don't know if it's implied that all genders were a part of it or if that's like a the new order is kind of implementing that kind of a thing right yeah that's true so maybe i would like to see something like that where it's a character who's leading the way for females into that Mm -hmm. group of you know, that territory right. of, of men-dominated right. officers and yeah. stuff. Like Maybe it's like a personal story about right. um, that. And then maybe mm-hmm. she sees what's happening and maybe she defects. And yeah. Maybe that's a part of... Maybe it'll tie into the character who right. uh, we meet in Rise of the Skywalker that you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, something like that would be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. It'd be very PC. Very, very. It would definitely work yeah. with uh, what people look for these days. Yeah, very true. 
Um, so I just had another thought. I okay. think that uh, seeing a series on the origin of Cara Dune would be cool. Cara Mandalorian. That... No. No? You no. don't think so? No, I don't want to see that. Oh, okay. I mean, why not? Wait, are you talking about a specific character? Yes. Not not the Mandalorian himself? No, her. Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, of the Mandalorian. No, I was no, like, no, no. no, I don't. Like, that's what the Mandalorian that's shows the Mandalorian for. That's what the Mandalorian for. Just do flashbacks. No, 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 no. We don't I mean, need that. I mean, Cara Dune from Man- the Mandalorian. Okay. Her origins. So kind of what I thought you were talking yes, about earlier. Yes, re- yeah. And then I was like, oh, that actually would be so really cool. really, it was my idea. Was it your idea? Really, what it's you're telling me. It's just what you thought my idea what was. What you're telling me is you stole my idea. I didn't steal shit. This is the Princess Bride all fucking Listen, over again. you didn't claim it as your idea when I asked you what your thought was, so it wasn't your idea. So, boom. No. <laughs> and you shouldn't say that. Oh. What if somebody's listening to this in an airport? You can't say boom. Okay. What if they have it on speakerphone? Yeah. On their phone? Yeah. And you said boom. Where else would you put speakerphone? And now everyone's in a frantic. Yeah. Just thinking that things are exploding everywhere. Okay. Side note. Oh my God. Is Michael Bay directing the fucking airport? (laughs) If you're listening to a podcast on speakerphone anywhere besides your car or your home, stop listening right now. (laughs) Get fucked. (laughs) Yeah. We don't want you listening. Not in a good way. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, I hope you're in the source of that explosion. Well, okay, fine. If you're going to claim it as your idea. I hope Michael Bay fires you from the sequel. I think that it was a good idea if that was your idea. So. It was a pretty good idea yeah. that I thought of. Yeah. You are Individually, correct. not related to me at all. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Well, I had a question too, though. You kind of, I guess, answered it indirectly. So, your, your thought was it's Ahsoka, which would be amazing. I'd love to see that. Yeah. But... We have to assume that the character is going to be humanoid of some sort, which I guess that would fall under. True. But my logic is on a budgetary level, they would go for somebody who would be less cost, who'd be more cost effective for props and makeup and all that stuff, right? right? Yeah. You wouldn't have to put as much effort into production for the character's look. Yeah. So that makes me think they're going to go with more of a humanized character yeah less alien as the like. lead at least and right. then have supporting characters who would be something like that or That's they'd be fair. an alien so at, in that concept assuming it's not ahsoka mm-hmm. my thought is do you think there will ever be an alien species led character in a star wars like property not I mean, necessarily movie i don't or s- well, show or movie i guess yeah i don't see why not game would be an easy one but depending on i mean you'd have to it would have to be a humanoid alien though like that yeah exactly it would be so asuka like, is like the perfect match for that yeah she is or you could do so you know like in star trek how they had the uh the klingons and so there was like face makeup so and like prosthetic stuff so something small yeah that like oh that, that's an alien yeah but like oh they have special i like, can relate they have different ears or they have like horns or something that's yeah. like um makes them different but and then maybe their body's different because it'd be something that you could just like attach to them that they're mm-hmm. wearing like a suit or something i guess it could always do something too where it's like they can hide limbs. Yeah. And then they come out for like special effects action scenes to yeah. like do something cool, but it's in the like, oh, back in your jacket. Yeah, like uh like in what was that show? The uh Carnival Row, how the 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 wings were always hidden oh, yeah. until she was ready to fly or whatever. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. an easy one. Yeah. I was thinking like 
somebody could be like a Goro kind of character and have four arms, but like two of them are like... Just like always doing, always pissed. Always like crossing his <laughs> arms. Yeah, that'd be a fun character. He's like got a bad attitude. Yeah. Always looks like he's mad. Yeah. Never like, smiles. Are you okay? <laughs> he could be going like this. Uh-huh. And then, he, and then somebody like, why do you cross your arms so much? Stop doing that. And he does that. Uh-huh. And then they're and like... And then he opens his jacket and his other two are crossed. Yeah. Stupid yeah. bullshit like that. Yeah, 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 that'd be entertaining. I'd like to see that kind of thing. Yeah. I think, um, you know what it just crossed my mind? Do we know what gender Babu Frick was? Because... I mean, I had assumed he's male, but we okay. don't know. Okay. I mean, you're, yeah. Technically, we have no idea because he's an alien of unknown origin yeah. who is optimistically bigger than his size. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, Baba! <laughs> so good because yeah. <laughs> i'd be down to see that too he was definitely the heart of that film <laughs> yeah. in the small capacity he yeah. had <laughs> both physically and uh on screen yeah okay well okay uh, whatever they do like i they've they've impressed me so far Okay, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a male. Sorry. Okay. I mean, I head. thought it was implied. But I thought so too, but you never know. When I found out the voice was a female, I was like, "Well, now I don't know." Yeah, that's true. It was because it was Moni Myrtle. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. It was that porn star. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, whatever this series is, I'm excited for it. Do we have any information on like when it's happening? No, or, it's, no? Just it's just like oh, this is that's a thing going to happen. Gotcha. It's, there's no. Probably not anytime fucking soon, that's for yeah. sure. Unless it's going to be like a series based on Zoom meetings. Yeah. It's like a, a female who's leading a business in the Star Wars universe. In space. <laughs> and they have to work with uh, yeah. contractors from other planets yeah. through Zoom. Yeah. And they don't just fly Conversations, there. yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is it's basically the uh, office or parks or rec of... Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> but, you know, about Parks and Rec, we do have a, a fun thing that's happening for anybody who remembers that series because that's hilarious. Um, they're doing a half-hour reunion special on April 30th. They're shooting it from their homes um, during I isolation. At point, it's already been shot. Oh, yeah, probably. But either way it's basically it's not they're not going and doing stuff together because we're all in isolation mm-hmm. they're doing it as a charity fundraiser for the organization feeding america and um they're basically it's the same the current situation that's happening in our lives they're going to replicate as the cast of uh, parks and rec so this general plot is um leslie nope is determined to stay connected to her friends in the time of social distancing according to nbc's announcement um, we have almost everybody confirmed to return Amy Poehler, Rashida Jones, Aziz Ansari, Nick Offerman, Aubrey Plaza, Chris Pratt, Adam Scott, uh, Rob Lowe, Jim O'Hare, and Retta. Um, so I think that's all the main cast, if I'm not wrong. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Was Jerry there? I think that, is that Jim O'Hare? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think it is. I think Jerry's there. Thank God. <laughs> Yeah, that's Jim O'Hare. Okay. You know what I hope they do? No, okay. Well, I have a lot of questions about this, okay. but I just don't know <laughs> if they've been answered. Is this going to be like a live thing? Because you had me questioning after I was like, oh, well, I'm sure it's already been filmed. 
is this going to be like a live? I don't know. Attempt at like, you know, like a like improv. Improv. Basically. There you go. I mean, I mean, knowing they're the all cast, improv people, knowing the cast, it totally could be. And could I'm it be on an board. improv? It could be. That'd be really fun. I assume they'll probably not do that. They're they prob- say it's a one-time thing, right? It's yeah. not going to be Correct. aired after. Yeah. So, um, I would imagine knowing how those people are, <laughs> it's probably like they probably had to do it multiple times, but probably improved every time, and then they just picked their favorites. That would be my guess. Okay. I doubt there was a well. What I was going to get anything. at was like I yeah. thought it'd be kind of fun. Well, they could, I guess they could do it without being live. You know, it would be hilarious hmm. if Jim uh, O'Hare's character mm-hmm. uh, is late. Yeah. To the. To the chat To the thing. meeting, yeah. And then uh, they get mad and they yeah. all just fucking like, God damn it, Jerry. You know? <laughs> yeah. They just like play on that whole like yeah. nobody can tolerate him thing. Right, right, yeah. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to see all, everybody's basically coming back. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think obviously I'm really interested to see Chris Pratt come in as yeah. Andy. Yeah. I hope they have like him be like his fit self now and have mm. some kind of explanation well they did that in the last season of the show oh, yeah that's true because he was fit already yeah. at that point for uh the first guardians movie right. and that's Jurassic true park and all that very stuff. true i forgot it's been so long but yeah they could play into that mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It, it it was a shock to see so soon already april 30th that's very <laughs> yeah i know it's so fast i it's wonder how long they've been drop I wonder, news. Yeah, I wonder if it was kind of like a sudden thing or if they've been working on it for a while They've or probably what. been like yeah. brainstorming and, and executing yeah. it. You know what they should do? They should have John Ralphio like in- interrupt their call too. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah. And then like his like dad comes yeah. into the call to like <laughs> get him out of there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not the only bringing big name talent together. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this, though, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so Netflix has acquired uh, the rights to make a show called Enola Holmes, which is based on the younger sister of Sherlock Holmes. Correct. Yeah. Uh, which I did not know was a thing. Yeah. But I'm also not like a Sherlock Holmes, Yeah. you know, fanatic. She was in the last... Oh, never mind. You don't watch Sherlock. That's why. <laughs> As I said... <laughs> For some reason, I had it in my head that you were watching Sherlock. But oh, right. Right. You just said you don't fucking care. <laughs> Whatever. The, the series Sherlock is so good. So. Uh, so this show would star Henry Cavill as Sherlock. Which is also weird. That's a weird thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. No shit. <laughs> Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Thanks. <laughs> and this is the one that kind of bothers me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, playing the lead, Enola, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Which is from Stranger Things and... Yeah. Other stuff. Season two and three of Stranger Things. And Godzilla. Oh, right. Yeah. I was making a joke. Okay. But you're right. She was <laughs> she, in Godzilla. She has been in other King things. of the Monsters. You're yeah. right. <laughs> which was fucking a dumb character in that Yeah, film. it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, all that character taught me was how bad I feel for the parents. Not only do they have to deal with this giant destruction of the world mm-hmm. with giant monsters, mm-hmm. but they have to deal with an idiotic 
tween yeah. who can't just listen. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually how they are in movies, isn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, the premise of this show... Uh, show. <laughs> show. The premise of this show is Enola Holmes tells the story of a Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes, rebellious teen sister Enola. So, there's another sibling? Yeah, Mycroft is his older brother. Oh my god. I... Okay. He also works for Scotland Yard. It's very complicated. Okay. Yeah. So Sherlock is the middle child. Yes. And he's the one that gets all the attention? Because it's usually the opposite, isn't it? Well, no, because Mycroft Holmes is like a, a successful member of like Scotland Scotland Yard's okay. investigative whatever the fuck. I don't know why I asked. He's I, important. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so Sherlock, get, he gets middle child syndrome basically because Mycroft is like the successful one yeah, that the parents love. Yeah, so he's love. trying to like yeah. solve... The they clues. have a very difficult sibling rivalry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to outclue his brother? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, brother. I have a raging clue. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's about the rebellious teen sister Enola, a gifted super sleuth in her own right, who often outsmarts her brilliant siblings. When her mother mysteriously disappears on her 16th birthday... Enola seeks help from her older brothers, but soon realizing they are less interested in solving the case than in packing her off to finishing school, Enola does the only thing a smart, resourceful, and fearless young 1880s woman can do. She runs away to London to find her. Her as in herself? Maybe. Or her mother. Mother. Her mother, yeah. Okay. She runs away to London to find her mother. That makes more sense. Okay, okay. yeah. Finish the sentence. <laughs> Just say mother. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I'm a little shocked this is a thing, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah, I was a little surprised by it as well. Um, I just want to correct myself because I don't want anybody to be getting mad about how I described Oh, yeah, you know that Mycroft. Sherlock fucking fan base is really People hardcore are really, really particular. about, you know. Because Sherlock is all about the details. Anyway, Mycroft is not technically Scotland Yard. He's a political official, but he's usually involved when Scotland Yard is involved. Anyway. I see. Yeah. No, I'm very surprised that I, I don't know, I'm surprised and not at the same time because everything is all about, like, let's make it teen friendly now. So they had to find a younger, quote, like, more relatable character to teens, which is the younger sister, I guess. Well, it was a book series. Yeah, but for, I just, making it into, so Sherlock, the stories about Sherlock and his brother Mycroft Mm -hmm. are already made into movies multiple different times. Yeah. So they're going on to the younger character and making it into a movie or whatever series or whatever the fuck it is, so. Yeah, basically, it's it's, an unofficial reboot is really all it is. exactly. For a younger audience. Yeah, um, but two things. How old is she, though? Isn't she, like, she's, technically an adult now? Isn't she, like... No, she's no? 17 or 16, okay. I think. Um, but she plays, like, what, a 13-year-old? So she's fine with playing a 16-year-old, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, A, Henry Cavill doesn't look like a Sherlock Holmes. Not yet. It's going to be difficult for him to play Sherlock Holmes and The Witcher at the same time. Just saying. Their body types would be very different. Yeah. In theory. Just saying. I want I want to do like a mashup yeah. show where yeah. it's Witcher Holmes. Geralt Holmes. It'll be like a 
like flip this house kind yeah, of show. Sherlock Olivia. <laughs> where he finds clues to the problems of the house. Yeah. And then defeats them. Yeah. With a sword. <laughs> with a sword. Yeah. Only to sell the house. Um, and then also I am on the same page as you with Millie Bobby Brown. I, I'm kind of medium on her. I really liked her in the beginning. Yeah. But I think I was kind of in that Stranger Things season one like hype mindset. Yeah. yeah. As the show went on, like, I was like, she's not that good. Yeah. See, like I have she's a hard time. fine, but she's like, I feel like she's I have a not hard... as good as people think she is. I just have a hard time with it because I feel like the character that she's playing, she's probably doing a good job, but I hate the character. That could be it too. Maybe <laughs> I just don't like the character Yeah. and that's bothering me and I'm yeah. bringing that out to her as an actress. I yeah. don't know. Uh, so I think she's doing what she's supposed to do. For the character, I just don't like it. <laughs> but I definitely didn't like her in Godzilla, King yeah, of the Monsters. That's and true, I really yeah. enjoyed that film overall. Yeah. I think it's a very underrated film. Yeah. So. <sighs> I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Okay. Well, actually, I already saw some things that happened. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. So I, I had watched that Quibi series, The Most Dangerous Game, and actually just finished it a couple days ago. And I uh, just wanted to quickly say, I think it was pretty decent. I think it, it went a few different ways. I, there were a couple twists I didn't expect. And uh, Is it like a show that live, leaves a hook every time that it ends? Yes. Okay. A thousand percent yes. Is it a good payoff in the end, or do you think it's like disappointing? It was not disappointing, but it wasn't mind-blowing either. Okay. It, it was acceptable, and I didn't regret watching it. Um, but I am curious. Yeah. So you how... had no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Um, I'm not sure if they're gonna continue it. I imagine a lot of these shows are probably meant to be one off. Yeah. Just to get people in, and yeah. if they decide they do really well, they'll probably be like, okay, how can we turn this into a yeah season two? They kind of left it open. They made it seem like it could continue, but mm-hmm. because of the situation, I was like, I don't know if they will. We'll see what happens. They could also just have a like an anthology style where True. it's just a completely different story for the next season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd give that a. I think I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. Because I, I I didn't hate watching it because obviously I kept watching it, but it. Three quibs. Three quibs. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I'd say it's worth watching. Like I said, because it's like five to five to eight minutes per episode, and so I'd like watch an episode or two in the mornings when I was getting ready, and it was fine. Um, and the acting was pretty good. I'd say that that was actually impressive because they chose you know good actors. They didn't. And who was in this? It was Liam Hemsworth. Okay, that's right. Okay. I knew he was in the A show. I wasn't and, sure which um, one it was. Christoph Waltz, the he's always the German bad guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so is he a German bad guy? I mean. Okay. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. That's in the trailer. <laughs> He's always a German bad guy. Always. Stay tuned to see what he is in this show. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting, though, because he's not... He, he's got a couple of layers of his character. Okay. Yeah. So. Say no more. Yeah. He's an onion. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also started watching a show on CBS All Access called Interrogation. Uh huh. And it's really good. It's a really interesting concept. It's based on this murder in the 80s in LA. And 
the son this is all in the like advertisement for it so it's not a spoiler yeah the son was accused of killing his mom mm-hmm. and put in jail turns out it was the evil nazi <laughs> villain guy um and there's then it's reopened the case is reopened later as a cold case because they were looking into whatever um hmm. And so, after he was already put in jail? After he was already years. in jail, yeah. Because they discovered new something, new evidence, mm. or not new evidence, but evidence that wasn't presented or whatever. Like gotcha. something that was left out of the case. So is it kind of the style of like a documentary of a true story, but like told as a drama? Yes, show? but it's really, really cool. I really like how they did it. I haven't gone out of order yet, but basically it's set up. As kind of a choose-your-own-adventure. So... Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. So the first episode, it says watch first. And the last episode, it says watch last. But everything in the middle, they keep... They tell you at the end of every episode, like, watch in whatever order you want. Because you are the cold case detective. And when you go open a cold case, you're going to go whatever order of evidence that you're inspired by and you think has promise. Mm. So they tell you to watch the other episodes in whatever order you want. So there was actually one time that it was like... They kind of leave you on a... At the end of the episode of each episode, there's like, oh well, I'm gonna look into that fucking guy, you know, like look into this situation. And so then, most of the time, I'm lazy, so I just let the next one autoplay. Um, so I've only watched the first four episodes, I think, so far, and I don't remember how many there are. Maybe eight or ten. Okay. Well, okay. So I have a question. What? So does that mean within episodes, there's multiple routes that they kind of put on your lap that it could go so you go okay well i want to look into this guy yes so i'm gonna go watch this episode yes. now yes so okay. they so you everything you need to know to start is in the very first episode and then everything in the other ones they don't reference each other mm-hmm. they reference only the first episode so you okay. learn a lot in the very first episode yeah, about the players when i heard about this when it was initially announced they were gonna it was like choose your own adventure thing. Uh-huh. I was like well isn't every show kind of that like if, yeah. if you just watch it out of order yeah you just put the pieces together in your head which right is what you would just do here yeah but basically each episode in the middle but not the first and not the last but the, the middle ones are all an episode focused on one person okay so and they don't if they don't directly affect the other right because episodes in the middle just the first and the Right. The first one you learn what happened initially and what and go go from there. And then the last one, I assume you find out what happened at the end. But um, each individual one is focused on one person and there's other things in it, but it's focused on the interrogation of one particular person. Kind of makes me wonder now, though, what if you just watched the first and the last episode? Would I have to wonder if the middle stuff is even relevant well it's if a, you just watched the last episode it's like wouldn't the first and the last just kind of give you the whole story if those don't have any direct impact on each other well i'm not sure if there is a real conclusion to it okay if it's just telling you this is where we left it or something because i'm not really sure i haven't looked too deep because i don't want to spoil it for myself okay um it's based off a true story though right? yes it is okay and it's really upsetting if it's yeah i just hate it the yeah um yeah, you're What's sitting there. Name? You're just sitting there on your couch, screaming at the TV. I could have solved that case. <laughs> um, what is his fucking name? Ugh, he makes me so mad. Peter Sarsgaard, isn't it? Uh, okay, okay. And I just want to hit him. 
Is he the detective? He's a detective, yes. Mm. He's one of the detectives. Yeah. But there's just things that... Is he crooked or he's just an idiot? I'm not sure. See, that that's where it's left to, up to your interpretation. Okay. Because the, the premise is it's oh, there's an internal investigations opened up on him later, mm. 20 years later or whatever. This is really reeking of the killing to me. Yeah. It's Which along the same lines. bothered lines. me a lot because I felt like it was all filler just to get to the last episode. We're like, oh, this is actually the person. Oh, okay. Well, I'm enjoying it so far. So. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think it's good. It's got, it's interesting because they're showing you all the different evidence that the guy that investigated it as a cold case Mm -hmm. saw, but it's in the order that you choose to see it in essentially because they, they, the original investigation was done and over with because the guy was in jail. But then this guy opens and there's a case opened on the original detective. So are you following a, a, a certain detective who's going back? Yes. Or you doing it from the perspective of yourself i'm you're following it from the guy from the some of them are going back and looking at some okay some of them are with the new detective who's investigating the original detective Mm -hmm. and his re and as a result investigating the whole case basically so he's investigating the detective because he thinks that he's crooked there was an a complaint or something and he had to look into all a bunch of his stuff and so because of that, he found some things that were sketchy. And so mm. then he ended up looking into the case too. Yeah. He had a, he had a feeling. Yes. He had a hunch. Um, and that is, um, what's his name? You know Vince what to say De- about a detective and his hunches. Vince D'Onofrio, this guy. Oh, okay. Kingpin, huh? Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah. He's also in the uh, Law and Order show. Yeah, that's where I originally knew him from was Law and Order Criminal Intent, which is very perfect for this role. Yeah. So. And so he's the new detective opening up the investigation on the old detective. And then as a side effect of it, learns some stuff and ends up opening the old case. Gotcha. And then you're so some of it you go and you follow him yeah. looking into that and others you're looking at the original events as okay. they happened. But from an outsider's perspective. I think I can save you some time. Yeah. I know who did it. Do you? Yeah. You want me to tell you? Who did it? That fucking bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> You're probably right. It probably was her. <laughs> Telling you. Yeah. It's going to be just, a twist at the she end. She got away with it because she fed him to the tigers. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a... I am going to give it a five. Okay. You're yeah. about halfway, you said? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it's either eight or ten episodes, but I'm... Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're tracking out a five right now? Yeah. I will five. probably... Based on the ending is how it's going to go down from there, I think. Because I'm going to okay. get really pissed off if it ends poorly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was saying with like, the killing. was like yeah. I was really... I, I enjoyed it up until I realized it's all just cock-teasing until they reveal the actual person. But that's the fun None part. None of it mattered in the end. It was just... Uh, Whatever. Because you're following the the steps of the detective or the investigator, and that's the fun part, I think. Mm, wasting my time is the Says fun part. Says the guy who doesn't like in <laughs> You know how many fucking Sherlock bags Holmes. of chips I have wasted yeah. watching that show? <laughs> well, I guess you're not into that, but I like it. Okay. Yeah. I like seeing why it goes a certain way. No, I really like like the whole approach of time jumping and mm-hmm. stuff, and like yeah. you have to fill in the, the gaps. And yeah. And you're like the oh shit moments because yeah. like you you 
in your head tie something together. You're like, oh, fuck. Yes. Did the bitch next to me figure this out yet? Or yeah. should I tell her? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Does she know it's you know, Carol like Baskin? Hypothetical yeah. <laughs> scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. We also finished Superstore Season 5. Yeah, we just yeah, finished we it. We just finished that today, uh, actually. It, was, it aired the last, it was a couple days ago? Yeah, I think so. And this was actually one of the shows that had the issue where they didn't finish the, it was a part one, they didn't finish part two, so mm-hmm. they ended the show with part one. Mm-hmm. So it, I assume they kind of had to force it. Mm-hmm. Um, it did feel a little weird. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, is this the finale of the show or just the season i think it's the whole show because okay. she's gone okay well overall i really enjoyed the season uh it actually had a lot of themes of labor laws and stuff like that yeah which i thought was interesting that they went that route but then if this is the end of the show there's not really a finish to that okay well i'm sorry fuck me i was wrong I guess Superstore was renewed for season six. Okay. So they're going to continue the show without. Without America Ferrara. Okay. Because she left the show. Yes. Uh, which had been announced a long time ago. Yeah. That's nothing new. Okay. Well, overall, I think it was a solid season. Although, to be fair, it was renewed for season six before she announced that she was leaving. Oh. So, I think it might be a little bit in a gray area right now. Yeah, because that yeah. could really limit the uh, the plot yeah. for the next season. Yeah, because it says beginning of February it was renewed, and then beginning of March is when she announced. But that would be a cool thing for them to be able to, like, give other characters more time. Yeah. And then bring in a couple other people yeah. to fill in yeah. for the people who leave. Yes, true. Within the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's a fun show. It's it, It'll make you laugh. It had a lot of political commentary on certain things in certain episodes. They have a lot of themes of equality and stuff that they kind of touch upon within yes. episodes as far as labor and ethical questions. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, but it's a fun, enjoyable show that um, I think is a nice... It's not, I don't think it's as good as The, the Office right. or Parks and Rec, you know, like we've, yeah. but it's but very it's much nice to that have, type of a show. It's nice to have in the absence of those. Yeah. <laughs> and I've always thought it would be, like, you know, especially when I used to look re- work retail, I was like, mm-hmm. it, would, it would be really cool to see like a show like that where it's yeah. like, kind of highlights the, yeah. the crazy nature of customers and yes. retail settings yes so there, there's and I a have lot plenty of, of stories of that so there's a lot and of, i even was like at one point trying to like what could i do for a, a show idea yeah but obviously they beat me to it so. i though although i do feel like they didn't they they did like little things in the background with customers like customers being insane but they didn't do enough of the one-on-one interaction stuff that i think because mm-hmm. like i didn't work a lot of retail but i worked at ross the times that i did work retail and Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they could go a lot of other places with, like, people trying to return things that they didn't even buy at that store oh, yeah. and, like, other things like that. Like <laughs> I had a woman one time have so many coupons and different variations mm-hmm. of things mm-hmm. that it went negative on the cash register. Oh, and she wanted to pay For the cost her. of something. <laughs> and then she expected me to give her the money. What? Of the negative Why amount. Why would that be a thing? And 
And I said, I can't do that. You just, you just get it for free. Yeah. And then she was mad and she wanted to talk to the manager. Yeah. I think her name was Karen. <laughs> uh, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. I had an old guy and his wife come to the store and wanted to return the like oldest, dirtiest, beatest up pair of, um, oh, fuck, what was the brand? Like, it wasn't Nike, but it was like a shoe brand. Puma. Yes, it was Pumas, actually. And, um. Glad I was here. <laughs> lucky guess. That's what um, been a really boring story so otherwise. So they were just like, they literally looked like the first ones ever made. And the soles yeah. were falling like, off. Oh, I just got these yesterday. They were so old. <laughs> and like, it's not even that he didn't understand that they were. Like, they weren't even trying to pretend that they were old. And they it turned out, he was like, well, you guys don't stand by the quality of your product. And because, he, and I was like, okay, I was like, do you have your receipt? Like, I don't understand. Like, how long ago did you purchase these? Do you have a receipt? Like, any of that stuff? He's like, no, I don't have any of that. And I was like, well, I can't return it without a receipt. So he tried to bully you into yes. returning it. Yeah. And then he was like, well, and I was like, and he was like, oh, I got them like X number of years ago. And I was like, I can't return we have a 90-day return policy, even if you did have a receipt, sir. I'm sorry. I'm not able to return yeah. these for you. He was like, so you don't re- you don't stand by the quality of your product? And I was like, this isn't our product. Yeah, We exactly. get sold things, and then we sell them to you. <laughs> so it's like, it was such a weird conversation. And I ended up having to call the manager because they, like, didn't want to accept my answer. And I was like, okay. And then I explained it to her on the phone. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, she... <laughs> I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> They're here waiting for you. <laughs> so, like, I had to have them, like, step to the side and wait for her. And she was like, after they left, she's like, what? I don't, it was crazy. So, I feel like that yeah. kind of stuff, along with yeah. the coupon situation, like, more interaction would have been fun. I feel like the show in the first couple seasons did that kind of stuff yes. a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. But they kind of drifted to more focusing on them just having their bets and yeah interactions with yeah. each other yes like, it was more about the cus- the, the one employees. thing that does take me out of the show and that's probably because i did work retail is yeah. the fact that like <laughs> they'll have scenes where they're all in the break room yes. having a meeting like, yes who's working it's not realistic it yeah, doesn't make like, sense that doesn't happen yeah <laughs> you don't get to like yeah. work with your we never friends. had <laughs> i never had a single meeting for one yeah, <laughs> when i right? worked retail <laughs> Sign this. Yeah. What, what is it? <laughs> what am I signing? Doesn't matter. The thing matter. you were supposed to have signed already. Yeah. You signed it already. You're it's subordinate. Didn't sign right yeah. away. <laughs> it's like a poster on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But regardless. Insubordinate employee of the month. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it, it was a good show and I really, I have enjoyed it. So I'm, I hope that they can do something fun with season six and let it continue. Yeah. Because, there's some characters that they can shine a little yeah. bit more now that they've, yeah. open to the you know mm-hmm. the characters that they can have as leads mm-hmm. you know and they had characters in the show that like one episode was like how is this fucking character still here yeah because they were just terrible yes. and like the plot within the show i'm just like they should be like arrested yes or just like thrown yeah. in a pit to yeah. their death <laughs> like what is pit. wrong with yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah and i assume they were trying to highlight the like corporations being like limited with things they can do because of laws or something i don't know but yeah but it was a bit unbelievable in some times yeah and they had their sappy episodes you know Mm -hmm. with the happy things happening for a character and all Mm -hmm. that it was overall it was just a fun yeah you know it was enjoyable and i really like having a couple shows available that are like 30 minute episodes 
Like, mm-hmm. I just don't need everything to be one hour long. So I was really glad that this is just like, oh, I can just turn this on really quick, watch an episode, and then we can go do something else. Yeah. That's nice to have those Like, shows. watch another episode of something else. Yeah, but, or, like, <laughs> we, I need to go to bed soon, but I can watch this and eat some something yeah. to snack on or whatever, you know, like, if I don't have time, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give it a five. Okay. Yeah. Five seasons? Yeah, five seasons. <laughs> Okay, I, I I'd probably give it a four. I I enjoyed it a lot, yeah. but I think it could have been better. Yeah. Uh, with certain aspects, uh, like I said, I, obviously the short cutoff is not their fault, but yeah. um, I think they could have done a little bit better job at trying to like end the episode. Yeah. Or at least just like finish it after the pandemic. Yeah. Like I don't understand why they wouldn't just finish it after. Yeah. Uh, when things are a little bit better. Maybe because she's leaving, so she's yeah. not like, oh, well, I'm, I'm done. I'm done, so we're done. <laughs> yeah. you got to find a way to end it now. And you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're still here. Yeah. You're gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, we watched a couple of uh, random trailers. You want to talk about those? Uh, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Is it what we do? I mean, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> So, Only if they fall under three categories. Yeah. So this trash, one... <laughs> typical, or treasure. Yeah. <laughs> this one um, is actually already out on video on demand for renting or buying. Unfortunately, nowhere to watch for free yet. So we'll wait for that. We'll see what happens. It's five dollars. Eh, we'll get it. Whatever. We'll anyway, it. it's called Time Warp, and it looks like it's a documentary slash making of of uh, the cult classics. Um, so one of the movies they showed on it was Rocky Horror Picture Show. They had the Big Lebowski. Yeah, Um, those two right off the bat. I saw the trailer. I was like, okay, she's going to want to watch this. (laughs) Definitely. Two movies you're really into. Really, really great movies. Um, And there was a lot of other good ones in there. Yeah. So they just focus on movies of all genres that have cult followings. Yeah. And it seems like they're going to talk to some of the actors um, and people that were involved in making them and yeah, about. it's just a lot of interviews yeah. with people. So like I think it'll be really decades fun. later. It looks like. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, it's it's five bucks to rent or ten dollars to buy. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it on Microsoft Store, which was obviously through the Xbox, right? But it was on Amazon, so I'm sure it's in other locations too. But okay. I just thought that was interesting that Microsoft didn't have it yet. It's very strange. Well, it just came out on the 21st, so it might take them a couple weeks to get together. Yeah, yeah, all that coronavirus in the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going. I'm going to call this one a treasure, obviously. Okay, yeah. uh, it was typical yeah. for me. I didn't, honestly, I don't think I care enough, but yeah. I'll watch it with you. Okay. But if you weren't here, I'd probably call it a trash. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like sipping your tea while you say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd probably call business. it a trash, but that's none of my business. <laughs> no, that's literally your business. Um, okay, and then The Wrong Missy is supposed to come out May 14th. Uh, yeah, I'd never even heard of this until we saw the trailer. And I'm also unclear on if that release date is still accurate or if it means it's going to well, video on demand. Oh, is it Netflix? Okay. I it's a Netflix know. film. Well, that makes more sense then. I didn't so, see that part. I'm assuming this is one of those uh, Billy Madison production yeah. movies that, you know, Adam Sandler had 
you know, signed a deal with Netflix to do all these movies or right. whatever properties. Yeah. Projects of some sort. Gotcha. Because, um, okay, so it starred David Spade, uh-huh. who looks a little off. Like, I yes. I feel like he's gotten surgery or something. Or Something's different about something him. Something looks different. Yes. Um, maybe I just haven't seen him in a while. I don't know. Yeah. You know what it was? Is he it did, he that didn't he have, a, have mullet. a mullet? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what it was. I was going to say, he doesn't have a goatee and yeah. a mullet, so yeah. it might be confusing to you. That might be the problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also Nick Swardson, who we haven't seen in a while, and he... Yeah, he's gotten really big. Yeah. And I don't mean in a popularity no, way. He's... Let's just say he's bigger than he was in the early, or late 90s, yeah. or early 2000s. Yeah. Whenever that was. When was he big? I early don't, 2000s? When was Reno 911 a thing? Originally. Yeah, early 2000s, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Um, and then also, it looks like probably the true star of this is going to be Lauren Lapkus, who plays Missy. Yeah, yeah we, we yeah. assume that's her name. <laughs> well, it's called the wrong Missy. So yeah, we do assume that that's her name. <laughs> yeah, so she is from... If I recall, the or- orange is the new black, right? Correct. Yes. She was one of the security officers or whatever. Yes. At the prison, and she was in something in else that we watched, but I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, is she in Jurassic World? Is she that? Yes. Uh, I think that's her. The like yes. park operator. Yes. With the uh, boyfriend. Yes, that's her. Okay. And she yeah. was also in Between Two Ferns. We watched that too. Right. Yes. She was the assistant. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. She's been in a lot more things than I realized. Okay. Yeah. yeah she was a very like charming, mm-hmm. very big personality in the, yeah. the trailer here. Yeah. Here, so it actually was kind of off putting because like I was like, she seemed like such a like reserved character usually, and then this and she in this trailer she's like very... a partier, like yeah. crazy woman. Yeah. I'm like, what? This... Yeah. Very out of character for what she, you see her in. Yeah. But it, it's a, it looks like it's like a typical Netflix comedy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it looks like it's going to turn into like a love fucking rom-com at some point. Yeah. It looks entertaining. Uh, if it is one of the Billy Madison production things, it, it looks better than the other ones. I could tell you that. Yeah. So, I'll definitely be checking it out. I'll, yeah. I'll give it a I'll give it a treasure. Why the fuck not? Yeah. I agree. I'm going to call it a treasure. Mull it or not, I'll give it a treasure. Yeah. I did, um, in the cast list, actually, Sarah Chalk is in there, and I'm willing to bet that she's the other Missy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Might remember her from Scrubs. Scrubs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was what, Elliot was her name, I think? Elliot. (laughs) Um... I don't want no scrub. Scrub is Elliot. I don't want. Okay. How's <laughs> my missy? And uh, Spaceship Earth <laughs> looks insane. Uh, it's a document. I, is, is it a documentary? It's I a can't. documentary. Okay. It's, it, okay. It, it, yes. Okay. <laughs> it better be. I hope so. <laughs> it comes out May 8th to Hulu and Digital. And it looks like um, your general everyday cult documentary. <laughs> yeah. What was the one we watched on Netflix, uh, or was it Amazon? The or, one where everybody or wore the one where everybody wore red. Yes. That was Netflix. Okay. What the fuck was that called? The the ooh, 
I remember the his cult? name was Bhagavan something. Yeah, it was, was like name. the. They were making like a whole new world, <laughs> a whole new place to call our own. Rajneeshpuram? Yeah. The that... Rajneeshi, yeah. Wild Wild Country is okay. the name of it. Wild Wild Country. Yes. I think, yeah, I think Will Smith uh, sang the. I don't think he did. Song, the main song <laughs> no. for that documentary. No, if I'm he correct. did not. Wow, wow, country, wild, country, country, country. <laughs> I don't think you know the words to Wild Wild West. I don't at all. I got the Wild Wild West part down. Yeah. <laughs> so um, by that version, Wild Wild West goes Wild Wild West, Wild West, West, West. Yeah. Okay, good to know. It's a Wild West side story. Got it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Spaceship Earth is about some kind of creepy cult that decided to make a like a dome situation to survive. Basically it sounds like the same concept yes. as Wild Wild Country. Yeah. Yeah. there's like a leader and then everything goes wrong. But it's and... like science fiction instead yeah. of hippie. Yeah, exactly. Um it just yeah. Basically they quarantine themselves and there's like new what I guess at their time, futuristic looking. What were they? Call- I can't remember what they called it, but it was basically like a terrarium. Yeah, like a- <laughs> they built different atmospheres. Yeah, or habitats. Sorry, habitats. They built different habitats. Yeah. They had a desert, yeah. a rainforest. Yeah, all these things in different like facilities. Yeah, and they, they lived were connected. in this thing, and they were like they basically were like- they locked themselves in a giant community. Yeah. They claimed, okay, so the origin of this, like when they first start talking about it, I'm like, oh, this is interesting because they're like, oh, you know, if we ever try to populate Mars or another planet, we're going to need to be able to be self-sufficient inside of these domes because their atmosphere doesn't work for us and all this crap. And then they start, <laughs> then they start, reali- you start realizing they're all wearing the same color and then they're like, you yeah. know, any kind of progressive society has cult-like attributes, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, yeah they sure do. Well, the first... <laughs> The first scene of the trailer, yeah, yeah. I go, oh, so it's a cult, yeah, and then like and then he says a little that, bit of the trailer yeah. goes into, yep, this is a this cult, is definitely a cult, yeah. <laughs> the concept seems like a realistic thing that you might need to test, but then they take it to a real weird place. Yeah. Either way, well, I'm just, interested. On a psychology level, it seems like it makes sense. That like, it's so what seems to happen in the trailer is they all get fucking like crazy, crazy <laughs> on each other, and yeah. like angry and they don't work well together yeah stuck in this thing it just seems like a psychological level that yeah. makes sense like you're gonna feel like you're like cooped up and you know you want to get outside yeah you know it's and it's kind of like kind of like very right now. relevant right yeah, now that's what i would I think say it's a very appropriate thing to release right now like so people are probably like really the feeling world that. is gonna become one giant cult apparently yes, at some exactly. point yeah <laughs> the interweb cults yeah of 2020 yeah um, I, I think I'm going to call this one a treasure too, because I'm definitely interested. Oh yeah. I, I'm very much interested. <laughs> I'm calling it a treasure. Yeah. Uh, I just hope that it gets worse than what they show in the trailer. Uh, yeah. I also hope. That's how bad of a person I am. Yeah. I need it to be even worse than how yeah. bad it already looks. Yeah. And I also have one, another request is that it's not as fucking slow as Wild Wild Country. Mm-hmm. Because that was like advertised as if it was going to be this fucking crazy thing that was like, oh, there's so many things that's going on. And then like, we literally like the first four episodes we watched were like, when is this going to get crazy? Yeah. Like, I, I felt like it, it was like, yeah, I guess the overall concept is crazy, but like 
it wasn't that crazy. Yeah, it was not like they were just idiots. It wasn't wild. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> there was not. There was only two one wild country. <laughs> there was only one wild. Yeah, and that was just because it was out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, Will Smith was like, "This is not wild enough for me." Yeah. to... Yeah, Recorded that's the only reason he didn't sing uh, that song. A main song for it. Yeah. Uh, and for anybody, heads up, if you don't have Hulu, it comes out 12 days. Yeah. So a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Hulu is giving out 30-day trials Very true. for the service. Yes. So even if you did it today, yeah. which I guess for you would be the 27th at yes. the earliest, uh-huh. you can still check this out without having to subscribe to Hulu. Right. Real. You have to subscribe, but you just... You cancel it out. Cancel it after the 30 days. Yeah. yeah. Well, before the 30 days. Wait, okay. You know what I mean. Shemantics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said that like I was a Fraggle Rock character. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Still trying to figure out myself why it happened. Okay. Okay. Um, so for movie news, let's start with uh, Scoob. Actually got dropped to video on demand already. Um, well, I guess it's, they started talking about it anyway. It's going to be May 15th in U.S. and Canada. A 48-hour rental for 20 bucks, or you can buy it for 25 So that seems like a... Uh, it seems like the obvious uh, <laughs> tactic here is they want you to buy it. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Um, so, I mean, I am assuming we're probably not... Gonna... I have no fucks to give for this. Yeah. I don't honest. really care. I love Scooby-Doo, but this is just like, I'll watch it when it's free on something else. I'm not going to go out of my way for it. Um, on the other, we're on the same vein of movies that are going to be available for people. We've got the, we, we talked about South by Southwest, the film festival in Austin that was um, canceled this year. And they are, they re- release more information on the kind of digital film festival they're going to be doing on Amazon Prime. It's going to be from April 27th to May 6th. So that's tomorrow, I guess. Okay, it's tomorrow yeah. or today, depending when you start yeah. listening to this. Yeah. Um, or years ago true yeah you never know um there's gonna be 39 films in the collection and they'll be available to anyone with an amazon account you don't have to have prime but you will be watching it through amazon prime video so if you're watching it on your phone you'll need the prime video app um just google it if you want to find out all the films i don't so know anything it's the about same them. tactic as like hbo yes with the, you don't have to be on hbo but you can watch these certain things exactly yeah okay well that's good. I, we're going to need to have some films to watch because mm-hmm. who knows how long we'll be in this pandemic situation. Exactly. Yeah. No one knows at this point. Plus, AMC is not going to have any films to watch. Oh, really? Uh, even though theaters could possibly be opening up depending on the, the area, AMC has said they will not be opening up until July, which at first I was like, that's surprising. But sure. now I think about it, it's really not. Yeah. So, uh, the reasoning they have is it's for precautionary reasons for employees and the guests who watch the films, along with uh, the fact that there's just not going to be very many films out right. that will bring in people. True. So it's not really, I guess financially it's also not worth it right. to like pay all the employees and stuff. And, yeah. And they specifically noted that like Tenet and Mulan will be coming out in July. And like that's the more popular right. titles that they would see people coming back to theaters. That makes sense. Uh, so they had a, a quote. As we plan our reopening, the health and safety of our guests and associates is our absolute highest priority. Mm-hmm. 
To be able to open, we also need a line of sight into a regular schedule of new theatrical blockbusters that get people truly excited about returning to their favorite movie theaters. Those blockbusters are scheduled to return this summer, beginning with Warner Brothers, Tenet, and Disney's Mulan, with many more major titles scheduled immediately thereafter. Basically, they're saying until, like, life gets back to normal. Right. Makes sense. When uh, life finds a way. Very true. You know? Yeah. And we're seeing a lot of delays, so. Yeah, we are. Uh, Paramount actually has a several dates that were changed recently, so I can give you some of those. Mission Impossible 7 uh, is changing from July 23rd of 2021 to November 19th. So that's a handful of months, what, three, four months? Um, and as a result, Mission Impossible 8 is going from August 2nd, 2022 to November 4th, 2022. Um, the Tomorrow War with uh, Chris Pratt is actually changing from December to July 23rd, 2021. Which I'm not sure I even know what this is. It sounds vaguely I familiar. Feel, at first I was like, oh, this is that show, but they're saying it's a movie, so I'm confused. Because mm-hmm. um, remember, there was a show he was going to be on. Which, it's not this. I just can't remember what that one was called. Okay. But I'm not even sure what this is about. I'm not so really... So we'll have to look into this. It's, I'm probably just making it up, but it, like, it sounds kind of familiar, but I don't remember really anything yeah. about it. Um, and then D&D? Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, that's what I thought, but I was hoping I was wrong. Okay. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> is going from... <laughs> but I was hoping... I was wrong. <laughs> November 19th, 2021 was the original scheduled release date for that movie, and it's now being pushed to May 27th, 2022. How do you make one movie about Dungeons and Dragons? Aren't there, like, millions of oh, characters? Oh, you know if they're making this, they're making a fucking franchise out of it, assuming okay. this one does yeah. well. Yeah. Because there's, like, they're, literally they're, millions they're of characters. They're trying to draw in the uh, Game of Thrones audience that... Mm. Is either looking for more of that. Okay. Makes or sense. Or just disappointed with what they got at the <laughs> yeah. end and want something else. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm interested to see, I guess I'd be interested to see what they do with, um, whether it's from the point of view of a player of D&D or they just put you in the AU of D&D. Right. That would be an interesting one. Yeah. Because putting you directly immersed in the AU of D&D would make more sense for me. What they should do, it would be a very hard task, but they should make a show with the choose-your-own-adventure aspect mm-hmm. that we've seen yeah. people test around. Yeah, because there's that whole aspect of rolling the dice are. and shit. Yeah, yeah. And pick where you're going to go, what you're going to do. Oh, that'd be off. so complicated, but really cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't really know D&D that well, but I'm yeah. sure the people that do mm-hmm. would be able to figure out how that would yeah, work. Yeah, that would a, be really cool. A television series, whatever aspect. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not a shock to see more delays. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? That's not all the delays. Oh, yeah? Sony went ahead and fucked the entire universe. <laughs> Did they? For many years to come. Uh-huh. How so? Well, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, at least. Oh, okay. I see, I see. Not necessarily the universe. Okay. The universe that matters. Right. <laughs> Not ours. <laughs> so Sony has shifted some movies again uh, and released some updates on the Spider-Man franchise films. 
Okay, so the untitled MCU Spider-Man, which is the third Tom Holland film, right, is being postponed from July sixteenth, twenty twenty-one, which is next year, mm-hmm. to November fifth of twenty twenty-one. Okay, so it's getting a three-month delay. Okay, that's a bummer. Yes, but given what you've told me about uh, summers and movies, or was that games? Never mind. That's you always bring it up. Cut that's the, games. Cut that out. <laughs> God damn it. I can't get it straight. It's literally the opposite. I cannot get it straight. Summer is the blockbuster <laughs> season for movies. Yes, I know. it used to be the dead zone that's, for gaming. That's why it makes me think that, whatever, it's fine. Just pretend I don't exist. Okay. Continue. <laughs> All right. Back to my solo podcast I have. Uh, but here's an interesting fact. The Uncharted film that Tom Holland is also starring in. Mm-hmm. Also by Sony, yeah, is taking the place of that MCU film that is being delayed three months. Interesting. I don't know, but something tells me Sony is prioritizing that film over Spider-Man mm-hmm. because they get more money out of that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's my assumption. Is <laughs> it's more of a. I think it's interesting. Selfish decision. I think it's interesting that you said the word film instead of dumpster fire, which is what you have written here. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get there yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're right. My notes do say Sony is prioritizing that dumpster fire. <laughs> Throw some more gasoline on. Maybe it'll help. I'm excited for the Uncharted movie because I've been waiting. Yeah. You got yeah. your marshmallows ready. Yeah. You got your graham crackers. <laughs> some popcorn. Hershey's chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some hot dogs. Yeah. A long stick. <laughs> At least longer than the hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> Although I guess you don't put them on that way. You put them on. <laughs> I mean, you could do that yeah. though. Yeah. Make them look like those uh, the swamp plants. The, the cattails? Cattails, cat, cat yeah. what they're called? Mm-hmm. Why are they called cattails? It's not even the shape of like a cattail. Cat cat. No. The My be- cats do not have hot dogs on the ends of their tails. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> because they probably didn't know to Maybe. call it a hot dog plant back Maybe then. Maybe <laughs> it's under the fur. You know what? It's like a, a short-haired cat. Just the tip part. You know? Whatever. Are we talking about cats now? Yes. No. We're talking about the... Goddamn plant. Whatever. It's fine. Okay. I get it. I think when they named it, they probably Wait, didn't. Hot who are dogs. you? Hot dogs probably didn't exist at the time. Yeah, they're like, we're going to have to change this plant now. And to follow up with that, Spider-Verse, uh, well, the sequel to Spider-Verse uh, is being postponed from April 8th of 2022 to October 7th of 2022. So a five-month gap from the original release, and that's like, what, two years away? Yeah. That seems highly unnecessary. So, I guess they have a, a long-term plan for all these changes. Yeah. Uh, and then, along with that universe, Venom 2 was recently announced with a title of being Venom Let There Be Carnage, which I think is a terrible title yeah it's just okay like i get it you're trying to like play on the whole carnage thing but just like it's not good it's, yeah you use something better 
uh, they are actually postponing that film as well a lot longer. From October of this year, it was going to come out to June 25th of next year, 2021. Right. So nine months. That's a pretty huge difference. They must... And I'm, I'm sure that's solely about getting the most market value out of the release. Yeah, and then, you know, because I assume they're not done filming. Is that wrong? I mean... Well, I'm... Yeah, yeah. there probably was a delay. Well, no, I, they might be done with filming. Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, I would... But it's would, October is what the release date Yeah, was, I so. would imagine they weren't quite done before this all happened. They maybe need some they, reshoots or something. They're probably in post-production. Yeah. Okay. And I would say that's arguably like the most hyped for the Spider-Man films, I would say. In yeah. my opinion, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the one people are more interested in because of Carnage alone. Right. Here's another film that Sony has in the works, which I I, I only added this because I didn't even know it was a thing, and I'm kind of glad to see it is now. Uh, Escape Room is getting a sequel. Okay. And it's going to be coming out uh, January 1st, 2021, okay. which was delayed from Je- December 30th, 2020. So, so like literally like a day. Like I don't know why. <laughs> why? I don't know why we're even delaying it. But the only thing I could think of is that's like a a date hold the film, but they don't necessarily know they're going to put it on that day. Oh, right. That's possible. Like a placeholder. What kind of movie? Is this, it doesn't seem, based on the title, like the kind of movie that would be an Oscar contender either. So I don't think that's No, no, no. This was, uh, we saw the first one. Yeah, was, that's what I thought. You know, it's like a lower budget. It's like a Saw kind of film, but yeah. it was like not as gory. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be a reasonable excuse for a movie that might be in the Oscars that they would go to the next year because they don't want to be in the... Yeah, I think they just... Not... I think they needed to delay it, but they don't have an, a date a date for it, so they just delayed it to the next year. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. And then they'll figure it out later. I'm sure yeah. it'll get delayed again. We have plenty of time for them to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, I was just surprised to even see it existed. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. And I'm interested to see what they can do with that franchise. Makes sense. Uh, as far as the Sony Spider-Man films being delayed, they actually have impacted the MCU itself with some of their already delayed announcements for release dates. So we're seeing changes to those even after what? It's been like a month maybe? Mm-hmm. Not even? Yeah. So, actually, one works out to our favor, potentially. So, Thor, Love and Thunder is moving up a few weeks earlier. Okay. So, it's going to be released on February 11th, 2022, instead of February 28th. I mean, it's got the, the word love in the title. So, Valentine's Day, anyone? Yeah, okay. makes sense. <laughs> I think that's a good call for yeah. them. And Thunder? Yeah. Definitely. You know, there might be thunderstorms in February somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, the one that does have a negative impact because of the Sony changes is Doctor Strange 2. Okay. That film is being postponed again from November 5th of 2021 to March 25th of 2022. So this is the... So this was coming out before Thor. Yeah. And now it's not coming out until after Thor. Right. Also, 
This is Multiverse of Madness? Yes. Oh, man. So, and that, that's a good. That's the point that I was going to bring up is there's the rumors because of Sam Raimi being tied to the sequel for Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. That they might be bringing in some form of the Spider-Man multiverse into the MCU. Okay. Which would tie in the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. Possibly even the Andrew Garfield right. version. Yeah. And uh, co- some capacity. Yeah. At the very least, Easter eggs, we'll say, right? Yeah. So, could this be further proof that maybe that is a thing? Because if they're associating Spider-Man into this film of some sort Mm -hmm. in that capacity. Could it be they need to delay this film so that the Spider-Man film can can do its thing? Yeah, so here's my question. Which which came first? Do we know who delayed their film first? Was it... Well, because look, okay, so Marvel delayed their film to November 5th. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Of... 2021. Right. Okay. Now, Sony has delayed their Spider-Man film to that exact date. Oh, okay. I see. I see. And now this film is being delayed till March. Right. So that tells me something in Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness, is going to have a direct impact with the Spider-Man film. The, um, yeah. That, that will that's be fair. spoiled okay. if it is... Not if you don't, if you show up before the Spider Man film, right? So they delayed it, and obviously, you don't want two Marvel films in the same time period because that's just you know, right. you're competing with yourself, yeah. I so agree. they're delaying it to the drastic nature of till March, yeah. So they have that, well, I guess that's like a six month cushion there, mm-hmm. November, yeah. yeah, December, January, February, March, okay, so four months. Mm-hmm. Four or five months, depending on the date. Right. Okay, so that tells me that they are, one, going to have something tied in that they need to say in Spider-Man before Doctor Strange happens. Yeah. And two, they don't want to compete with their own... Their own material. MCU stories. Right. So they're delaying Doctor Strange because of that. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's a, a strong situation that there there could be some tie-in with spider-man to the doctor strange film whether it be the older spider-man characters or tom holland spider-man i think somehow those characters are gonna cross with these right. films yeah or at least plot lines are gonna be important going into yeah, there's gonna doctor be... strange exactly that's true yeah, I, I I don't know. I would imagine that Sony and Marvel are working together with this, but for all we know, Sony was just like, "We're gonna do this," and then Marvel was like, "Fuck." Yeah. Guess we gotta change this now. Yeah. Which also explains why they would move Thor up a little bit mm-hmm. away from its yeah, original, so that gives it a, a little bit of a bigger gap between yes. Doctor Strange. Very true. But once that time comes around, that'll be a nice, sweet fucking zone because you yeah. have Spider Man. Thor and Doctor Strange all within six months. Mm-hmm. Good point. That is going to be a, a nice cluster of movies right there. Yeah, definitely. Well, I know uh, this movie, this might excite you. I didn't really uh, care to see it, but Scary Movies to Tell in the Dark. Is it Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? 
Oh, did I say movies? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Okay. So, I know you saw <laughs> I saw you saw the first one of these scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Um and they're going to have a sequel. Uh, Andre Overdahl is returning to direct and Dan and Kevin Hageman are returning to write. Um I guess you saw the first one and you liked it, right? I really enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it was going to be like a goosebumps level movie which was yeah. and that means it's not good not good yeah <laughs> i knew very were... cheesy for kids yeah but you know yeah the, the original uh, one and it was actually a lot darker than i thought it was gonna be it was okay. very it, the the title is not a gimmick okay <laughs> stories um, or movies yeah so the first one actually made a over 105 million with a 28 million budget so i guess it did well enough that they decided a uh, sequel was really gonna happen well. yeah so I'm sure you'll be excited for that. Yeah, and they left off that film with a open four sequel. Right, right. Uh, the way they did it was very, very interesting. They tied in all these different stories into one plot. So it was very unique what they did. Okay. Did you ever see The Saint? I don't think Back I did. Back in, like, I think it was, like, the 90s. It was Sean Connery. No, I didn't. Okay. I've never heard of it, but just reading the description, it sounds great. So I'd be down to watch it. <laughs> okay. So yeah, they're they're planning a reboot of the franchise, The Saint, uh, and apparently Chris Pine is being uh, rumored to be in talks to star in the reboot. Well, I'm definitely interested. Uh, it would be helmed by Rocket Man director Dexter Fletcher. Okay. As we, as we said earlier, Rocket Man was an amazing movie, so that shows that he. Yeah. Can can direct right exactly. at the very least yeah. even though it's not the same concept of a film uh and the script would be by seth graham smith who actually did lego batman uh the movie for that okay which then that makes me wonder so is it gonna be more of a comedic uh, approach because that was a very obviously kid-friendly right. comedy film yeah yeah for sure uh and for anybody who doesn't know what The Saint is, it follows Simon Templer, better known as The Saint, a Robin Hood-esque criminal and thief for hire who goes on a globe-trotting adventure. Oh, okay. You know. I remember watching the movie when I was a child, but like I, I couldn't give you like details about what happened. All I know is Sean Connery played the character. Right. Well, the premise sounds like a good time. I'm, I never saw it, but I'm interested, so. Yeah. And some more surprising news. A live-action adaptation of the anime One Punch Man is actually in production. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be written by Scott Rosenberg and Jeff Pinkner, who are known for writing the scripts for Venom and the Jumanji reboot films. Okay. So, I have no real experience with one punch man i think i watched like the first episode ever of the show but i never went back to it not because i didn't like it i just i threw it on randomly one day and then i just never went back to it mm -hmm. uh but i know it's a very popular anime so i am gonna check it out uh, i'm very interested to see what they could do with live action though just off the top of my head thinking of what the anime seems to be yeah, so is the anime about a guy who can just kill you in one punch? Yes, exactly what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never seen it. I just guessed, so. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Pretty good guess, right? Yeah. I... <laughs> so, yeah, 
So if you take two punches or more, you're fucked. Yeah. You better be faster than him. Yeah. Uh, okay. So anyways, it, no no release date, no directors or cast connected to it, but it's just a thing that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things that are going to happen, <laughs> uh, we've got... The Hunger Games prequel, they've already decided they're making it into a movie, even though the book hasn't even come out. <laughs> so, um, there's a, uh, so Lionsgate announced a prequel based on the novel. Suzanne Collins has a, a prequel book or series, I don't know if it's just one book or multiple, uh, coming out called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and it's set to release May 19th of this year. It's a really dumb name. Yeah, it's very. I feel like Game they're trying to go Game of Thrones, yeah. but it just didn't land. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be something like relevant to it, um, but we'll see. Um, Francis Lawrence will return to helm the film, which he's from Catching Fire and both of the Mockingjay films. And this one's actually going to focus on Coriolanus Snow, who people who watched the original Hunger Games series will know as President Snow. Of Pan Am. And so it's going to follow him when he was 18, um, many years before he would become the tyrannical president of Pan Am. And young Coriolanus is handsome and charming. And though the Snow family has fallen on hard times, he sees a chance for a change in his fortunes <laughs> when he's chosen to be a mentor for the 10th Hunger Games, only to have his elation dashed when he's assigned to a mentor to mentor the girl tribute from the impoverished District 12. So he's not, he's basically a snob, is what it sounds like. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm interested, I obviously. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to be checking out the Do book. Do we know who the girl tribute of District 12 is? Is that something that's backstory in the <sighs> Hunger Games? Or is it like a, a new character that it's we It's not something know about? that I remember. It could be something from the books, but I don't remember. Okay. Um, so you brought up that it would a fun little thing that we could do. We were going to maybe fan cast this, right? Yeah. So... Who do you want? You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Let's do you first. <laughs> I got no so you can't. I got no problem doing me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Who do you think should play a young Donald Sutherland? <laughs> uh, are you referring to Grandpapa? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Well, I have three choices, which okay. I don't know if they necessarily fit the age, but I feel like they could easily work them in to be that age okay if yeah. needed yeah for sure okay okay these are not in any particular order okay. no actually they are okay i think the exact order is what i want okay of choices okay okay number one i think best option would be bill scars <laughs> i knew you were gonna choose him okay 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 he is well known for playing Pennywise in the It reboot films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was also the vampire guy, I don't remember his name, in Hemlock Grove oh, on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it was more about his face. Yes. A thousand percent, yes. <laughs> but he is a solid actor. Yes. And I think it showed that he can take a character uh, and, you know, he can make a character. Yes. That he needs to Agreed. He, he can do range, I yes. guess. Yeah. Okay, I support that. Okay. Uh, my second choice is Nicholas Holt, who is Beast from the X-Men First Class, okay. uh, you know, trilogy. Yes, yes. 
And he he's is a like, bit older now, but yeah, he, he is older he now. But again, he's young. the one where I was like, I feel like he could work if yeah. they really wanted to. Yeah, I agree. He's got that like slender look, so I feel like he could like mm-hmm. you could see him as being that guy. Yeah. Um, and he's a great actor. True. And then lastly, I have Dane Dahan. I hope I said that right. Yeah, you did. I think. Uh, so he is more commonly known for playing the Green Goblin in the Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man franchise films. Yeah. Uh, with Andrew Garfield that we referenced earlier. Yeah. Uh, but he's been in like a bunch of other things, and he's a really good actor. Yes. I think he was also in that uh, Thousand Planets. Yeah. Whatever film. Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> Good film. Yeah, Can't remember really, the name. Really great. Long, long name, but it was a good film. It just did really poorly in yeah. the box office. Uh, so I feel like all three would be pretty good contenders, both visually and just on an acting basis for playing this character. Right. They could all they could all pull it off. Okay. Especially if it's about the character changing. Right. I'm going to assume the character is probably pure and innocent to an extent in the beginning of the film mm-hmm. and then he's gonna get corrupt through the you know the political bullshit or for reasons that he needs to help his family or whatever yeah i'm going to assume there's going to be some kind of corruption that that gets him where he is in the hunger game films yeah okay well let me just show you mine is it exact same no it's not I did see Bill Skarsgård. I did see Bill Skarsgård and I thought about it, but I actually was going on the young... I had to, like, think hard on this one because I had to choose young actors. So I was, like, really focusing on the really young ones. So, um, because the guy's supposed to be 18 or whatever, and I was like, well, Mm -hmm. I better... And I'm like, I don't know when this is set to happen. So in my mind, I was like, I better go extra young just in case because I don't know how long it's going to take him to do it. So I found this guy, Ryan Lee. Okay. Who looks, I think, very, very visually, very visually uh, accurate. We know him from Super Eight, and um, let me show you what he used to look like. <laughs> so that you probably that what he looked like in Super Eight. I think it might be because I didn't recognize him. Um, I was like, I don't I guess he remember would have that, like that guy because they were all kids in that film. Yeah, or he might have been like that ish. Yeah. Either way, Jesus. he's grown into his mouth, apparently. <laughs> Or he just closed it. Or closed it. <laughs> but he doesn't look like... Because this says like He's young... He's a lot thinner, yes. Handsome and charming. So like when I first... I, I clicked on him on IMDb and I was like, okay, cool. Because I was looking at young actors and I was like, oh no. But his more recent picture, I was like, okay, he could be like a handsome and charming young man. Yeah, sure. he looks a lot different. A lot different. It's yeah. amazing what puberty does to people. Yeah, or... Or, <laughs> or closing your mouth. Or money. <laughs> or money. Whatever. It could just be puberty. Same thing happened to Neville. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, and <laughs> so he was kind of he like... He just stopped nibbling on food. Or he just started nibbling on food and yeah. stopped eating a, a lot of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the next, my next choice was Jaden Martell, who is also from It. He plays the younger version of James McAvoy's character. Okay. Well, that's really young, though. This I feel one. Like... He's actually 17 in real life, so I thought it would be okay. Okay. But I yeah. feel like you see him and you think younger. Agreed. But 
the last time we saw him in a movie, it was from a couple years ago, right? Being filmed a couple years That's ago. That's true. So I looked at some of his red carpet photos and they are, he is getting older. So I thought okay. it might work. And because he's supposed to be heartthrobby for like young people, I assume. Yeah, so this I was is young tr- adult. I was so. trying to be open-minded. Like I did, wouldn't find him yeah. <laughs> to be a young heartthrob. I wouldn't fuck him. <laughs> but he might be that for the young crowd that they're aiming for, I assume. Okay. Okay, and then um, Asher Angel, he played the kid in Shazam. Which one? The, the Shazam kid? one. Okay. Not the other one. <laughs> he came up on the list too, actually. Okay. Um, and he, I can't remember what he not like so exactly. much for what he looks like, but if they wanted like a younger, charming looking kid, I guess. Yeah, I feel like yeah. he doesn't match visually. No, he doesn't look like what I think Donald Sutherland looked like as an 18 year old, but if they're not worried about that. He is an up-and-coming actor, and he could be a young, charming whatever. Okay. Even though there's bears almost no resemblance to Donald Sutherland. Yeah. That was why he was my third choice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, solid list. Yeah. I, I think we'll... Uh, One of us has got to get it right, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then we'll just collect our check in the yeah. mail. Yeah, we'll just be like, okay, where's our check? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't believe we brought this up, then go check out our podcast, mm-hmm. which you obviously should be listening to anyways. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> so just give me the money before I have to sue you. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm I'm interested actually to read the book whenever it comes out. I hopefully I know it's going to have an audiobook on the same day and so hopefully it has a digital version. Yeah, when I brought this up to you, I I was assuming the book was a thing already and people read it and it's like it's out there and you're like, "Oh, that book hasn't even come out yet." I know, like, I started what? to look into it and I was like, "Wait, this isn't even out. I don't understand." So <laughs> Uh, and when was the last Hunger Game movie? Oh that God. was like so 2013-ish, ago. I want to say. Probably, yeah. I feel like it's it's been a good amount of time. Mockingjay Part 2 was 2015. 15, okay. Yeah. Catching Fire was 2013. Okay. Okay. So it was 12, 13, 14, 15. That's how they did it. When wow, they, they had one every, every year. year. I know, I didn't realize I didn't they were that realize close it was together. That frequent, okay. Yeah. You think they would have spaced that out a little bit more, get some more uh, value out of the movies? Yeah. They were probably just trying to get all the money they could before people realized it wasn't that oh, great. Oh, before people got tired got of it. Got bored of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's about it for movie news, right? Uh, as far as movies watched, we watched a small making of a movie, which was 1917. Yeah. Not technically a movie, but it was about yeah. a movie, so I put it in that category. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, what, 10 minutes? It was short. Yeah, I think but... it was like 10 or 12 minutes. Yeah. It was it was fun little quick bite yeah. on... Because on, I was so curious how they did the filming, and I still don't quite get it. But, <laughs> I mean, I they explain things which I kind of already knew about from like reading articles, but I just... It still boggles my mind how they actually did this one-shot feel because they obviously didn't do it all in one take right but somehow it just it totally looks like it does yeah work that way yep it's just crazy yeah but it was very fascinating the the detail they put into the the planning of this they made like an entire they went to like a a flat green area basically and they they dug the trenches they built all the sets and they had these little models too with like these things 
floating over so they could see how the sun was going to change the shadows and or how the, the flares were going to change the shadows yeah. in that scene. So they could plan out where they go, how they yeah. out the timing of when they and go. And so some of the things they for only... For the flare effect. And... Yeah. Some of the scenes they only had like a five minute window to shoot before the sun came out again because mm-hmm. it had to be under cloud cover and all this crap. And it was very interesting to hear yeah. about that. And the flare thing I thought was interesting because they did... I was like, I assume they just shot a flare in the sky. Yeah. No. They yeah. had a flare connected to like a crane yeah and they just lifted it up to give it the effect of the arch they needed yeah which is cool because then they could actually make it go slower than if they had shot it plus now that i think about it out loud the reason they probably did that instead of actually shooting one is so they have control of where it's going yeah so they don't light their set on fire just shoot one and then just they have to hope it's in the right spot yeah exactly so yeah, this was really fascinating, and I, yeah. I, I mean, it kind of was, like, getting me to want to watch the film again now. Yeah. And then it got me, me all mad, like, how the fuck did this film not win Best Picture? <laughs> like, Yeah. After seeing what they did yeah. to prep this film, I yeah. was really, really surprised. What did it win? Visual effects? I think it, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, won, it won for... It won for appropriate categories, but it probably should have won for more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as like you were talking about the, the the trenches and stuff, like I assume they just dug like this small little like, yeah, you know, circular thing mm-hmm. that they just kind of manipulated like the traveling for yeah. the scene. But mm-hmm. no, like they had the entire, the entire route length, dug yeah. out and and to dig the length, so to determine the length, they actually had them running a distance or whatever, like going the distance, acting the scene. To measure how long that hallway yeah, needed they, to they be, re- basically. They redid the scenes over and over. To see how to long To practice how long it took to say what they had to do for the scenes. Yeah. To figure out the distance they needed to do to make it, like, flow. Yeah. With the scenery. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a lot. A lot of effort went into putting that movie together. Yeah. So, anyone has a chance, go watch 1917. It's a really... It's, it's a movie of its time. Yeah. Of two times, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Of 1917 and of 2020. Yeah, true. Or I guess it was 2019, I guess, at the time, because it came out in December, right? Technically, yes. Yeah. Got myself on a technicality. Yep. Okay. And we also watched uh, The Dark Tower, (laughs) which is a bit of an older, it came out in late 2017, but it's something that we had both been interested in checking out. and. Yeah, it was on Showtime. I have a friend who has been reading the books and he actually watched the film recently and he was talking about it and I was like, you know, I've been wanting to watch that. Mm -hmm. I heard it was bad, but he's like really into the books right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I was like, you know what? Let's, let's watch the film. Yeah. The, the gist I got from him was if you didn't have read the books, you probably would enjoy the film more, which kind of goes for most films based off books. That's accurate. Yeah. So I was like, well, I haven't read the book, so maybe I'll enjoy the film more. Yeah, so this one actually, <laughs> we noticed some flaws with it, obviously. Um, it didn't wasn't received super well whenever it yeah, came out. Yeah, when I see the the tomato scores, like, I, I see why. Yeah. Um, the It had a 16% tomato meter and a 45% audience score. Um, I mean, yeah, it had some problems. I get it. Uh, essentially, it's based on the Dark Tower books by Stephen King, as he just talked about. And um, the world is supposed... For anybody who hasn't read that, the world is composed of several alternate universe slash worlds, which are all protected by a big tower, which is the Dark Tower. 
Um, it supposedly protects all of the worlds from darkness and evil. And then this guy named called the Man in Black is trying to destroy the Dark Tower so that evil, etc., can take over. He is the Man in Black. Yeah. <laughs> I think Will, Will Smith, I think, did the main theme yeah. song for this film. Probably, yeah. Um, and it's said at one point that the mind of a child can destroy the tower. And then you, you understand what that means when you watch the movie. <laughs> um, it had some pretty big players. Like, there, there were, you know, I, Idris Elba was in it as Roland, who was also known as the gunslinger. <laughs> yeah, this film looked like it had a lot of promise. It, yeah. You know, the cast is, like, Yeah, just two, two really big names and another one I know uh, from watching Vikings. And then I think the kid was, a new, was like, a newcomer at the time. Yeah. Um, Matthew McConaughey was the man in black, right? Yes, correct. Um, and then the, a guy named Tom Taylor played Jake, the main character. Tom the, the tool man Taylor? No. <laughs> no. Um, and Catherine Winnick, who is... Tom the tool man's brother's Taylor? No. Catherine Winnick played Laurie Chambers, the mom of the main character. And she's actually from Vikings. I really like i think she's really great so it was nice to see her in something else unfortunately it didn't do well so it probably didn't go well for her but um yeah it was an interesting it is an interesting story concept and it kind yeah. of made me inspired like you said to inspect the books and see inspect them yep these are books whatever yep they have in, pages to maybe read them we'll see what happens but it sounded like an interesting story concept and i think the problem yeah it, like it was fun to watch but like there were also things that were like oh wow that that editing was really bad or mm. um wait what happened like some of the things they still never explained yeah. so <laughs> yeah so a lot of my problems stem from just lack of a plot yeah like not understanding where it was going or where it was coming yeah. from well here's the thing just as a movie uh from start to finish it was fine like i got the I got the gist of what was it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Here's where I think they f- fell short for this film, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure was meant to be a franchise because there's multiple books in yeah. this in this that Stephen King had done. Yeah, and I think based off this film, I think it was intended to go more in depth later on. It's yeah, just they I don't think are going to because it did so poorly in theaters. Yeah. Um. So here's where I think it fell short. Obviously, it's a Stephen King story. Mm-hmm. I I think it was meant to be in a more adult tone. Mm-hmm. I feel like they tried to make this in a, a young adult yeah. style film. Yes. It felt very apparent by what they did that it was a young adult take. Yes. Which I think fell flat because they had to probably take things out of the film that didn't work for a young adult film. That's that's a good point. Yeah. You know, um, you know, you know, from what my friend said that they had taken a lot of stuff out, which you typically see anyways with films yeah. adapted. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like the plot, so they don't really go into much detail or depth of who the antagonist, even the protagonist, the protagonist yeah. and the antagonist both. Yeah. They don't really give you any backstory on who they are. Yeah. Like uh, Idris Elba's character is a what they call a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. They don't really establish what the fuck a gunslinger is There's... other than like your common sense of, well, he looks like a cowboy and he shoots guns. Yeah. There's a very vague reference to 
another type of individual in, in yeah, fiction. They, yeah, they they kind of tie it to like a historical thing, but like yeah. it outside of that, it's like you still don't really. Yeah, you don't understand the origin because it seems like it's a yeah. Maybe there's more to the story that you don't so get. So you don't you get his motives. I'll give okay. I'll yeah. I'll give that. You know his motives, but like the man in black played by Matthew McConaughey. You don't really understand what his motives are. There's yeah. no reasoning. He yeah. doesn't explain it. All of his, like, whatever the fuck alien race species things that follow him don't really. Yeah, who the fuck are they? Where do they ha- come from? Yeah, What's their story? There's no explanation about any of them of what the point of this is. Yeah. Other than they're just doing this for, yeah, for whatever funsies. reason. I don't know. They don't even say why. Yeah. It doesn't, it, um, it, like, literally he seems like he's just, oh, I like chaos or whatever. Like, there's no real yeah. reason behind any of it. So, I, I have to assume that they intended on building on this yeah. with other films, but they're not going to get to that point, it doesn't seem like. Okay, that's fair. So, it's unfortunate. And I think that's where it kind of fell for, as far as the critic side, mm-hmm. because it was just not a very strong uh, planned story mm-hmm. in that sense. Like, it just didn't do enough to really, like explain anything yeah it's really at face value of these are the good guys these are the bad guys mm-hmm. good guys take out bad guys yeah like that's it and bad guys are doing bad stuff yeah yeah <laughs> and the editing there was some really there poor editing really bad ones in, in this there. and like it felt like they were i don't know if it's just laziness or they just really didn't catch it but i could I spotted it very quickly. I feel like it was somebody's first day as an editor. Probably. Maybe. Like, I don't know. Like, for an example, they, there was a scene where this woman, this female character is bringing somebody to a chair mm-hmm. to, like, lock him in. And yeah. then they cut to the hands mm-hmm. locking the thing onto the kid. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to a guy's now doing it. Yeah. yeah and then they woman... cut to the woman's no longer even near Nowhere the kid. Nowhere near them, yeah. So it's like... That's a huge fuck up as far as editing. Yeah. yeah. It was very odd. <laughs> I overall enjoyed this film for what the, for what it was. It did a good job in the sense of wanting me to know more, mm-hmm. but it failed because it didn't really explain much for the purposes of this film, mm-hmm. let alone going forward with other stuff, which I guess is not going to happen at this point. Yeah. So I feel like... I would have liked to see this franchise continue. Unfortunately, I don't think it will. Yeah. Uh, but it did inspire me to want to go read the books. Yes. So that's one good thing. Yeah. Agreed. And, and I, I saw a lot of themes in this film that I think will probably be highlighted a lot more in the books that yeah. I suspect. Um, yeah, definitely. Oh, but it had some really funny quotes <laughs> yeah, that I don't know if they were intentional or not, but yeah. they really made me giggle. Yeah. Some of the line delivery was very yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. It was like uh, the man in black's character at one point. He says, of course, this is Matthew McConaughey saying yeah. it. He says, looks like I have myself a stalker. <laughs> As, in a very creepy way yeah. because he's Matthew yeah. McConaughey. Yeah. And he's, the irony of it is so good because he's the one that's looking for the the fat person? Yeah. yeah. He's the one stalking <laughs> like, him. He's stalking this person, and then he's like, looks like I have myself a stalker. Like, hella yeah. creepy. It's... I think the exact quote was, looks like I have myself a stalker. All right, all right, all right. 
<laughs> yeah, that's probably what it was. <laughs> and then there's a there's a scene where Idris Elba's character uh-huh. is talking to the kid, and he's uh-huh. like, "You have nothing here." Yeah, <laughs> just straight up to yeah. him, "You have nothing here." You have nothing why, here. Why? Why wouldn't? <laughs> I mean, like, why? Why are you even asking this question? <laughs> I just I, I appreciate the directness yeah. to to a child. Yes. Yeah. There were some funny lines. I don't know whether they were intentional or not, but they, yeah. they definitely I feel like they didn't know where they were going me. with this movie because there were so many elements of it that were like creepy, drama-y, action-y, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then there was some parts of it that were like typical fish-out-of-water comedy stuff. So it was like... Yeah, that kind of threw understand. me off because it was like... It, it kind of goes into the plot of the thing. But yeah. like it just felt like... Sometimes it felt like... He was a fish out of water, but other times I felt like he should know what things are. Yeah. So it's very confusing. It was a little um, confusing, yeah. One thing I will say, too, though, is did this not give you a lot of vibes, you know, speaking of the Hunger Games, mm-hmm. of that whole concept yes. of different Air, yeah, you know, they worlds, worlds and districts? Stuff. Yeah. And, which I assume this came out before because it's I would imagine, Stephen yeah. Stephen King, but I have no idea the dates of these books and stuff. Yeah. But anyways, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, it just seemed very similar to other stuff we've seen, whether it was first or not. Mm-hmm. Actually, even in Westworld, isn't there a man in black in Westworld? Uh, yes. Yes, there is. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's all tied together. Yeah. Everything's all connected. The biggest crossover yet. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I would have to say I'm I'm going to give this film a... I'll give it a three. Gunslingers. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to give it a three as well. Because I, I enjoyed it and it made me want to know more about the series. Even though objectively it left a little bit to be desired. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely lackluster. But I enjoyed the concept of what it was supposed to be. I just wish they had expanded on it. Mm-hmm. Whether that be the plot or just the tone, yeah, to make it more of an it feeling film, yeah. CGI was pretty solid. Acting was good. Uh, it it's passable for for a you know an audience to watch. It's just yeah. I really think the place it failed was post production. Yeah. So I don't know if there's some kind of story behind that, but the acting and the story. Yeah. I mean, there left there was. More information that I wanted, but the acting was good and the execution of what they needed to do was good. Yeah. It's just putting it all together at the end. Somebody <laughs> royally fucked up in a yeah. few places. <laughs> they need to make some like reality uh, <laughs> documentary show yeah. called Behind the Edit. Yeah. Well, that's about it for this week's episode. It's been real. Yeah. Can you believe we're already on episode 30? Yeah, it's crazy. Dirty 30. Pretty soon, this <laughs> podcast will be older than me. Yeah, right? It's nuts. In another month or so. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't throw a Dirty 30 party for the podcast, though, so. We, I mean, <laughs> there's some dirt outside. I could get a cup and yeah. spread it around while we're recording. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate us, review us, or subscribe to us on your podcast service of choice we're on pretty much all of them um we would really appreciate any kind of feedback or reviews if you have any questions for us or you want to send us an email our email is dtfpod at gmail.com we would love to get any suggestions or um, content requests from people 
And you can also find us on DTFcast.com or you can follow Stephen on social media. At Classy Cat Dad on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Look for my Warzone Championship videos where I, <laughs> where I show people the glory that is me. Yeah. <laughs> Just you, though. Well, no, and my no squad. And my squad. <laughs> the three other people who yeah. I carry on my yeah. strongest fuck shoulders. Yeah. Unless I'm dead and they're carrying me. Right, right. It's teamwork, you know? Yeah. Hashtag squad up. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.